What's up, everybody? Corey here. Welcome back to Fly Casual. That's right. It's about Halloween time up in here, so it's time to get spooky. That's right. Tonight, we're talking about what we think makes movies spooky. We're going to tell you some of our favorites. We got news to cover, too, so we're going to get right into it. Come on, join the opioid epidemic with another Fly Casual. Let's get ready to wrinkle! The only thing that really suffered there was apparently I just learned I can't actually hold that L out right now. That's that's about as good as I'm going to get. <laughs> so we're going to roll with that one. That's what she said. That's technically. We only, the, we only do one take. That's here. technically the first take. Technically. Technically. <laughs> technically. Eric. How he kicked us off with oh, no that's... one recording. <laughs> Before that. I was excited about Thriller. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> yeah, it's the man. last episode. Yeah. He, how he wants to get his Shimona on over there. Shimona. My Shim. What? Yep. Sharona. Something. No. Yeah. Shimona. Hey, uh, I'm back from the vocal dead, mostly. Close Most, to midnight. Mostly. Mostly. Probably is close mostly. to midnight now. Yeah, geez. Yep. I spent a lot of time trying to find the right song. And it was right there all along. <laughs> it was. Wait, Just it waiting to me. me. Just picked up. And we probably listened to the music trailer of Thriller like 20 times. Oh, my gosh. Before we found the right opening, which yeah, I was, was like, not I was like, on Howie, the... I can't tell you what's what in the music video. We just need this. We need the track. <laughs> like, I know the that, track backward and forward. That music video technically qualifies as a feature-length film, right? <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. And where it's it's where is it on the AFI <laughs> top 100? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Fly Casual. I am your host, Mr. Corey T. Wilson. I'm I'm at about seventy percent vocal capacity at this point, recovering from my uh, my little procedure a couple weeks ago, which is why I've not been on the last couple casts. I'm still a little raspy. Might get more raspy as the night rolls on, but I'm here and I'm ready. ready you are to, ready, I'm ready to gizzo to rock and roll. And deal That's right. with it. Right now, and I have to be here. I have to be because Mike went and caught all the venereal diseases. <laughs> yeah. And uh No, no. He he what stays in Vegas. Wait, no. No. What happened? No. What's well, in what, Vegas what you catch in Vegas stays in Mike. You, you need bring. to go you need to get resolved before you come back from Vegas. Yeah, we don't want none of that. It leaves with you unless you get it resolved. Where at Jimmy, Mike? That's what we're saying. That's right. Wrap it up. Double bag it. Like they do at yep. Jimmy John's. Yep, put your hat on. Mm-hmm. Get your raincoat. Do you think they call it Jimmy John's in England? That'd have a totally different meaning, I would think. Is Jimmy right? an English term? I just thought that was just any other oh, uh, slang. Yeah. Mm. I, I was not aware of, of that being tied to, uh, to, uh, to a culture. Uh, I don't know. Uh, me neither. Uh, Jimmy. I don't know. All the English li- listeners, let us know if you feel you own the term Jimmy. Yeah. <laughs> or John, for I'm that an, matter. Yeah. I'm still going to use it, even if you own it. That's right. I like that. He's I like, like that well, term, you're, you know, you're Canadian. That's English light. Yep. So really I kind of French have license light. to use it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. are you saying the French are English light and Canadians are French light? So, I don't think the French so would Canadians take kindly to light, be. Light? I don't think the French or English would take kindly to the French being called English light. I, I I'm trying so. to start a, a riot right now. A ri- in the middle of the middle riot. of the pond. Yeah. They're all going to just get together in the channel and slug it out. <laughs> <laughs> I hear that was a good movie, The Channel. The Channel? Yeah. Was there a movie oh, yeah. called The Channel? On, sure. on uh, sure. Seinfeld. There's all was. sorts of movies. Oh. 
This is I'm see I'm not deep in deep enough into Seinfeld lore to know. Well, you should be. Yeah, well, yeah. I've Watch got time. Seinfeld. <laughs> Maybe I should have been watching Seinfeld for the last couple of weeks. You've been watching something probably a little bit better. Who are these people? I have been watching so much it. TV, but we'll get into that. So yeah, I'm Corey. Over there is not Mike because he's in Vegas catching Screw all the diseases. You, Mike. And yeah, over there, Mike. Master Trolls, Mr. Stephen J. Howie. Uh, hey guys, guess what? What? Chicken butt. Uh, yeah. Oh, Safe- oh snap. yeah. Uh, safety glass is neither a safe or tea. Well, here's what? the thing about a lot of thing about, but people don't understand about safety glass is that safety glass is only called safety glass because when it breaks, it's meant to break into beads and not shards. Yeah, you don't uh, want to, you don't want to shard it yeah. out. There's nothing safe about safety glass except that after it breaks, it's less likely to slice your you know, veins open. But it's significantly and, and harder to clean up. Yes, it is. Well, and then you can eat it. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Don't eat. Don't eat the like rock glass. candy. Well, if you're like the little little dragon from uh, My Little Pony, you could. Discord. No. no. Oh, the other one. The other one. One who eats yeah. gems there's, all there's the time. A My Little Pony. The one that hangs out Discord? with uh, Twilight Sparkle. That was a dragon called Discord. Yeah. Yeah. No, but the little dragon yeah. eats gems. He eats gems. <sighs> yeah. That was a good time Come for me on, to Corey. stop and take a drink. Cause I, do you even pony, bro? Yeah, do you even pony? I sure don't. <laughs> I feel sorry for you. My kid was into the My Little Pony cartoons for all of like two weeks years ago. Yeah, Alexis was into them hardcore for yeah. a while. Yeah. Josie's just kind of hopped in and hopped out. And I'm okay with that. My other ones. It's one of the better I know, cartoons. I know. But at the same time, like. There was so much going on that I couldn't commit to learning and yeah. understanding it. So much better than Diego and oh yeah, no that whatever. <laughs> no, we like I've always said we had a rule in this house: no shows where it's the children voice actors are shouting every line. <laughs> so anything where they talk the like this, ones. we're not allowed to watch in this house. Yeah, so there that was hurt no, my ears. I'm there, crying yeah, no, right now. No Diego, no Dora. Um, I, I'm gonna tell you, uh, Paw Patrol. I hate Paw Patrol. Paw Patrol got the kibosh put on it along with Puppy I Dog wish Pals. I, I wish I could have. I'm Puppy not Dog around. Pals, which was Paw Patrol for, you know, the generic brand Paw Patrol. I feel like Paw Patrol is generic Pals. already. I know, I know, but it's Disney. So it's yeah, everywhere. Yeah, it's a ripoff of, of uh, Pound Puppies, one right? of, I'm going to tell you Seriously. right now, it is one of the worst cartoons out there. Well, then my friend, that may be, oh, that is debatable. true. That is true, but you have not watched Puppy Dog Pals the way my kid watched Puppy, <laughs> Dog. Puppy Dog Pals. Because... It, what if you took Paw Patrol, but instead of having 60% of the recordings in every episode be original recordings, it's like 12%. Oh, wow. Puppy Dog Pals just reuses the same sounds. Also, and it's kind of like Space Ghost. But Ooh, not entertaining. Like cartoon. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh-huh. and a lot of it was like these annoying songs. Like anytime somebody would say anything, they have to kick off a new, an, another theme song. And it's just terrible. constant. Hey, boy. Let's sing a song about that. Oh, quick to the treehouse. <laughs> and you the same animations. It was so cheap. Save money that way. I know. I know. It was a cheap show. And oh, uh, they got paid it. for it. Yeah, yep. somebody did. Somebody put a lot of hard work into that, Corey. Yeah, well, they can rethink themselves. <laughs> hey, it's not up to me. St. Peter's going to read the book off yeah. to them, not me. They're going to burn in hell for their own sins. Yeah, <laughs> yeah my, speaking of burning in hell, my wife um, <laughs> uh, uh, made it possible for me to clean up a bunch of safety glass yeah. the other day. I seen, I seen the pictures. <laughs> she decided oh, nice. to put her foot through a storm door. Yep. Uh, the glass. What did the storm door say to her? 
Uh, apparently something she did not like. No, she just went full on. That's how he said earlier. She just went full on Kool-Aid, man. Yeah. Storm doors are bitches. She just went right through it. She (laughs) put her foot right through the middle. She went, I've had enough. So needless to say, uh, we're installing a new storm door. Yep. She seems like she's like a tropical punch or something. I probably could have bought new glass for that storm door, but I'm not doing it. Mm. Like a nice Hawaiian punch. It's old and it was been... Like cockeyed for sometimes when stuff breaks, it's just an opportunity to get you off your butt. Yeah. Yep. Lord yep. knows. Yeah, I spent about three when, hours when get, cleaning up safety glass. Speaking of getting when, off your uh, butt, cross pond down a few minutes. See, I was, I was trying to hand it over to you. Oh, cross pond okay, down a few minutes. Gary, not Jay Hardy. Hey guys, lemonade. Just, lemonade. I, lemonade. I just flew in from uh, Force Friday, and boy, are my arms tired. <laughs> oh, that was, that's a terrible joke because Force the, Friday. Cause, no, because all the stuff I was oh. holding. To, you, you, that like, I bought the one box. <laughs> but your things. arms aren't as tired as mine are. <laughs> no. How many things not. did you buy from for, in, on First Friday? Uh, seven, six, five. I don't know. Four, three, two, one, I, zero. I'm afraid to count. Really? Let's see. One, two, three, four, five. I six, seven, did not go out seven? at all. Oh man, it was it was. If I had the, the opportunity, I probably would have. But it was the worst Force Friday I've ever seen. After, Whoa. You, said, after you said that, I'm like, but Ugh. this is Triple Force Friday. How yeah, you is think it? they'd have triple the stuff? Oh my god, <laughs> it's worse than uh, the last one. Or wait, no, so, it wasn't the last one. It was the second to last well, the, one. That most, was terrible. most places weren't open at midnight, right? No, so. no, no, nobody was doing a midnight. I mean, Walmart had a few stores that were doing midnight releases. Uh, the Target, at least in my neighborhood, doesn't. Isn't open 24 hours. Meyer wasn't really involved. So, yeah. And then Toys R Us uh, doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. That sucks because so, Meyer yeah. was Meyer was the place where we always scored the best because nobody went there. And we it would was, get there. We would go there like third and so find was, all the stuff. I didn't go at midnight because I knew, you know, probably nobody would Just have it care. open. <laughs> yeah. So I went early this morning. I went to Walmart first. They, Literally had a place to put Star Wars stuff, <laughs> but nothing was there. So they've pulled what they've done consistently. That's <laughs> yeah, the way they, it's uh, always at, at the, in your well, neighborhood at yeah, the, Walmart. Well, the Walmart. We go there and there's always a section reserved last and nothing year, out. Was it last year when we scored those Thrones? Yeah. At Walmart. Yeah, that was that, Walmart. That was that, perfect. Was that Walmart? I thought yeah. that was a, No, yeah, you're that right. Was, that, that was Walmart. Molly Walmart. World. I thought it was Meyer. Yeah. yeah the first yeah. one I went was the one right near my house. Because uh, it's closest, obviously. Yeah, and they still had the the paper on the back to show them where to put stuff. Yep, yep. <laughs> so like, the directions are out, but no one has given two Fs. <laughs> so then I went to Meyer, and they had like two of the new figures. I think they had the the Kylo Ren and uh, the Jawa, uh, the off world Jawa. Yeah, and they were they weren't the white box; they were the black box. So I bought the Jawa there. Yeah, and left. And then I went to another Walmart. And they had a display with some lightsabers in it. So that was fun. <laughs> so then I went to a third Walmart and they literally had no Star Wars toys. None. None zero. No, zilch. Been that way around here for they a while. They didn't even have a section to put them in. Yep. Like everything was full up. Yep. <laughs> yep. Star Wars. Uh, if you go to the Walmart across the street over here, the sign is up. That the little the little sign that sticks out to say this is where the Star Wars toys are, but you want to know what's there? No Star Wars toys. Nothing. It's Nothing. like Marvel stuff. Yeah. Um, I, I actually might be stopping to... there on the way out tonight. Good. Maybe you've been updated. Yeah. I finally went to Target right as they opened and they 
And, well, I thought they opened at eight, but I guess they opened no. earlier that day. Oh, early. So I got in. Yeah. So I went in. They had one of the uh, carbonated, carbonated, I don't know, mm, <laughs> Car- carbonated Mandal- Mandalorians, <laughs> the, the one in the uh, like copper box. So I got one of those. And oh, that's, that's cool. That's the only one I, I, I've seen uh, out of the two targets I went to. So I guess they don't stock very well. Um, so well, yeah, blame worst them? Force Friday ever. Yeah. Do you blame <laughs> no? them? No, after yeah. like they still have they, they still had like stuff from Rogue One out. Mm-hmm. I, and, uh, but, I hey, think hey. maybe a, a a Finn was probably that's the back thing. There. Remember, I reported that the Finn at my Walgreens was finally sold a few months ago. The OG nice. Finn. Mm-mm. No, it just got moved. It's still there, and it's the same. <laughs> oh, yes. It's the same one because it's got the same creases and the same scuffs on it. It's still there. Yeah, that's yeah, been so there it, for it what three and a half years now. <laughs> yeah. three, we love digging up space on our shelves. Why <laughs> sell the thing? Come on, it people. Was, it, this Mark is it so down crazy, to too, because they did a whole Force Friday, Triple Force Friday online launch video with, they had Warwick Davis there. And oh, he yeah, dude, I was seeing thing. all over Twitter people going, tweaking way more than I've ever seen them tweaking about oh, Force yeah, Friday. They, he, he had, they had the all the stars from the movies and the Mandalorian and everything in the, in the video game. Yep. They, they brought out all the new merchandise and they talked it over a little bit with each one of them. Wow. So the, it was this huge, like, marketing thing. Meanwhile, it probably cost a ton of money. Meanwhile, all the corporate <laughs> buyers went, yeah, but Hasbro, yeah, you've been kind of screwing us over for several years with your bad decisions. He, they keep trying to sell stuff for things that haven't released yet. Well, yeah. and, and or selling, the, selling like making way more figures of the ones that nobody wants and not making them very well. Yeah. yeah. You know, like, I'm yep. sorry. Mm-hmm. I think Finn would have sold really well, super well, right at the, out of the gates. They're, you know, right when Force Awakens was coming out, I think Finn would have sold like crazy if he'd been in the Stormtrooper outfit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They but eventually released they put that, him, and you can't find it now. No, and but if because they put him out in the poop brown jacket and the black pants, it's just not a good look. <laughs> and the face isn't like the color. It's a the colors of the figure are so bleh. Yeah, and it's not. It's just not well made. It's not well sculpted or anything. And that was the one that there was the most of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So how much? Um, so are they still twenty dollars? The black figures. Figure series or <laughs> no? Black well, figures? some of them are. Uh, the for some reason, when I went to Target, I bought the uh, Mandalorian and the Jawa. For some and, reason, uh, <clears throat> for some reason, yeah. And they both rang up as twenty five dollars. Oh my! So I'm not gosh. sure if that was a mistake, but I got a ten dollar gift card, so. Oh uh, my gosh. Technically 20 each, I guess. So now the one thing like, that the one thing that collectors want, they're just gonna charge you more for. That's what they did with <laughs> but, the die cast uh ships. They well, I think it was just the car carbonized ones are five dollars more for a shinier box. And I guess the figure is oh, slightly shi- the, the, the figure's slightly uh shinier Stupid. than a little shimmer the on normal one. It's an excuse yeah, shimmery. It's a 20 cent excuse to make it cost five more bucks. Dude, with the, the yep. with the titanium ships back in the day, they started off at like four dollars and eighty eight cents at Walmart. They were four ninety nine everywhere. By the time that they murdered it, murdered them, they were going for like ten bucks at every store, because yeah. people so, were running, collectors were running out and grabbing them, and so they just kept pricing price hiking until nobody would buy them anymore. Yeah, it's yeah. probably this is probably the last one they'll do. I, I guess because <sighs> with all the marketing they did and how the stores didn't well, stock they anything. Need to come out you know what? If, if I was them, mm. I'd be sitting there just, I, and I'd be, I'd be looking around and say, yeah, we bought all this stuff. We're going to sit on it for another month. 
And after Halloween, we'll put them into the toy sections because that's when the Christmas buying really kicks into overdrive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's what they should do. If, right I, if I was time. a merchandise planner person, that's an official title. Uh, <laughs> yes, that's that's what I would do. I just can't. It's perfect because it. that's when uh, Mandalorian will release in November. Yep. So that's right, r- perfect time. For yep. Them Disney to- Plus launches, all that stuff, yep. and so people will be more in tune. And they'll be out there trying to spend money on their kids. So you can open up a Star Wars section and I don't know, actually have some stuff worth buying. Yeah, for real. For real. Yeah, so. For real. For real. real. So that was a lot Probably of news. Less. We haven't even got to news yet. <laughs> oh, I'm, yeah. I don't even know about news because I uh, can't get You're to the news. You're supposed to read the news. I know. And uh, <laughs> Well, first we got to do the docket, right? Yeah, we got to do the docket. So you've well, got time. Goodness. It's docket time, your face. Time for docketing some stuff. I'm going to stick the docket right in my docket. Docket it up. Dockeroonie. Yeah. Got to dockerize docket. it. Right in my face. This is the most using of my voice I've done in two weeks. <laughs> I, at any point now, I might just be like, go completely like silent and have nothing at all left. <laughs> but uh, That's just you when you go pee pee. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's true. That's I get pretty quiet when I go pee pee. I have to focus. Um, Wait, which muscles are involved in this again? Which ones do I have to relax? Um, I want to say butt. I'm going to kick her off because I have had time to watch a lot of stuff. I had a, oh, I had to spend almost a week off work recovering from my uh, procedure and then I've been working from home. And when I'm working from home, I just have the TV going anyway. But Voice. I have watched a ton of stuff. Um, the one thing is I watched the entire run of the Goldbergs and I'm caught up through this week. Yep. Talking about that next week. Yeah, we're going to be talking about it next week because Mike's the only one who doesn't watch it. And the two of you have loved it and I've trashed on it forever. Now I love it. Loser. I have came <laughs> around. I came around. I done. Nice. I seen the light. Um, I watched all of the boys. Which oh yeah, I really like the boys. I was disappointed that the end of the season just it it just ends. <laughs> yeah, it kind of does, doesn't it? It feels like <laughs> there should be like one or two more episodes. It's like nope. I'm like that doesn't even feel like a cliffhanger. That just feels like a, a an unexplained twist, you know? <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, but I I really did like the show a lot. It was yeah. it was brutal. And what violent, do you think of Homelander? But, good villain, right? Yeah, yeah. He's a really good villain because, I mean... I mean, spoiler, he's a villain. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the whole point of the show. He's Because he's a, he's also a victim. You know what I mean? Yeah, a, a exactly. meaningless villain sucks. Mm-hmm. And, and they didn't do that, which would have been really easy to do because, you know, he's like the paragon of perfection. And for a lot of people, that's enough to... Oh, he's, he's a perfect white blonde guy, so he's got to be evil, right? Oh, they went, now let's give it a little more than that. <laughs> <laughs> so his whole background and everything like that adds to it. And I, I do. I think he's he's a he's a pretty great villain. Actually, I even really liked some of the other ones, like the deep and the fact that he's like a disgusting hornball and then but he has to kind of like refine himself in a way because he gets sent off to Sandusky, Ohio. <laughs> and the dude just keeps going on about how many roller coasters they have at Cedar Point. That was great. That was great. Yeah, that was awesome. Especially because that's where I took my vacation this summer. <laughs> But, uh, but yeah, I mean, I've, I've, I've watched so much stuff, but I would say definitely the Goldbergs. I mean, watched like five or six seasons of that show in like a week and a half. So also I, it's big tasty and I'm here to say, yeah, yeah. I'm big tasty and I'm here and I'm going to say stuff because he gets into his <laughs> loop. 
Um, yeah. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I also uh, finished God of War on PS4. That Ooh. game, I did not like it at first because I didn't realize the first few hours are really just kind of a tutorial. I just thought that was going to be the whole game. It's kind of linear. And so I quit the game like a year ago. I finally came back to it. And I was like, oh, geez, if I'd played for five more minutes, I would have gotten to where the game really opens up. <laughs> mm -hmm. And that game's incredible. And that is one of the best story-driven, like, combat adventure action games that I've ever played, hands down. Oh, wow. Yeah, I'd say probably top 10 of, like, all top games 10. of all time. Oh, wow. Probably, yeah. The combat's a little hairy because it's more complex than just being a brawler like the old God of War games. Mm -hmm. uh, which, by the way, I tried to play God of War 3 Remastered after the fact, knowing that it was going to be simpler, right? <laughs> yeah, it's on the rails, uh, right? No, it's just, that, that whole game is just quick-time events, which I hate. I hate quick-time events, but every boss battle is a failable quick-time event. If you hit the wrong uh, button, yeah. oh, you get tossed down, you got to do it all over again. And I'm like, well, uh, I quit. Get good. Yeah, I played it for like an hour, and I went, nope, never again, never, ever. Oh, wow. I'm going to take a lighter and melt this disc on the concrete outside. Did you? No. Because it hurts to bend over and do stuff right now, but <laughs> I'm Aww. gonna. I like but, stuff on fire. But I had never played a previous God of War game for more than like two minutes before, so this is completely approachable if you've never played the series. But yeah, the combat is not only is it all the brawling and stuff like that, but there's a lot of ranged combat involved, and then there's like directing your kid on what he's supposed to do while you're in combat and stuff like that. Kratos so, Junior. Yeah, Kratos Jr.'s name's Atreus. But uh he uh, he uh it, it because of those extra elements, they had to kind of come up with a different control scheme for the combat. And it took me a while to get used to that, but before I knew it, I was pulling off really cool stuff and I wasn't exactly sure that I was doing it on purpose until then I was like completely repeating it again and again. And I'm like, oh, apparently I figured this out, you know. <laughs> I didn't even know. I didn't even know. War. Yeah, I mean, I did. I, I I embraced my rage. <laughs> so, uh, but that game is incredible and the characters are phenomenal and it's really cool how you come, you have this dude who comes from this Greek mythology background, but he's dealing with Norse gods now. And it's, it's exceptional. It's exceptional. And I, anybody with a PS4, uh, who, who could get behind like an action adventure game at all, I think should go into it. Plus is, you know, there's crafting, like there's leveling, there's unlocking new skills and stuff. It's like kinda, all, it's that all that stuff. stuff. All that stuff. Wow. Yeah. Have you played it, Garrick? Nope. I played I feel a little like bit you... of the first one. Oh, yeah. No, was... no, Like, Kratos is in it. There you go. That's the similarity. And oh, there's, there's a couple of, like, kind of, like not flashbacks, but, like, pseudo harkens back to, like, Zeus or Athena or whatever. Mm -hmm. uh, like, like kind of like, like their ghosts almost kind of, like, haunting him in his mind. Not really. Um, a little bit of that. But, I mean, you're literally, like... You're literally like traveling. Uh, you're you're using the Bifrost to travel between like <laughs> Midgard and like uh, you know uh, Nephil. I don't remember all. You know, you're trying to, yeah, Nephil Nephilheim. You're trying to get to the Jotunheim and all this. That's like one of the big parts of the game is trying to figure out how to get to the Jotunheim because the god Tyr closed it off so that Odin couldn't get there. Like however long ago, but time's not linear. Like there's also no, like the, it's Jeremy Barry. the world's yeah no yeah everybody knows that <laughs> what's the what's world's the above the eye <laughs> and there's like the world serpent is there 
Um, and and he's like just the animation of the world. I mean, it's a giant snake, is and it's amazing. You're like, wait, how is he there? Oh, because he fights Thor, but that's part of Ragnarok, and that hasn't happened yet. But Thor hit him so hard that it sent him back in time, so he's here. Like, it's <laughs> oh, just wow. it's great. It's it's all it's like of it. Superboy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's super <laughs> Superman Prime. Uh, yeah, like it, it, it all makes sense, even though it's so twisted and convoluted. And the game, as they're un, like revealing all of it to you. There's there's commentary on how convoluted it is and everything. It's really, really amazing. Garrick, you got to play it. I think you'd love it. I really do. Okay, I'll uh, play it. Yeah, I'm, I've got a. I borrowed a copy from somebody. I want to go get a used copy because, you know, I by no means 100 of this thing. There are Valkyries that are like corrupted and imprisoned in all these places. And anytime I walk into a room and I'd see one and like and Kratos would be like, another Valkyrie. I'd be like, nope, we're leaving this room. Mm, no, mm, <laughs> no, no. I fought one. Like, I think I beat her on like the 15th try. <laughs> oh, wow. And then the second one I tried like three times and I said, I quit. I'm not doing any more of these. They are the hardest battles I've ever had in any game ever. And they're, but they're not essential to the story but there's like a bunch of stuff that you can collect there's like there are certain realms that you can go to uh that are like they only exist as like you don't have to go to them as part of the story but you unlock it and you can travel there via the bifrost and you can fight in these like combat trials that earn you things that you can have crafted into better equipment so you're that much better armed to go on forward if you want to spend that time or like this, you know, the great labyrinth that the dwarf king created that's like got this corrupted mist. So while you're cool. in there, you're slowly dying. Mm -hmm. So you that's have to like, good. you go through the labyrinth and then you realize, oh crap, do I have enough life left to get out? And do I remember where to go? You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's, but you don't have to do that. If you, it's, I mean, it's kind of like, you know, a lot of people don't like underwater levels for that very reason, you know, drowning and stuff. Um, yeah, Mario. Yeah. Yeah. Screw you, Mario. But, uh, <laughs> stupid squids. But like, it's 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 completely voluntary, and I actually found myself actually like oh, I'm gonna go back and I'm gonna keep trying to, and then I'd make some gear that would help me last longer in these poison mists and stuff, and get further and unlock more stuff. But there's a lot left after I beat the game to still do, so I'm like I probably pick up a used copy of this game. I think it's really good, good. really good. like twenty bucks new. Yeah, um, yeah, it's probably pretty cheap. Probably like though. if you go to GameStop, like one dollar less than that used. Yeah. <laughs> no, usually it's one dollar yes in the uh, less than the original price. Used. Or you, you buy you buy two and you get one free as long as they're under fifteen ninety nine. Yeah, but they're like sixteen. Yeah, they're all so they sixteen and up. Yeah. <laughs> Which actually happened at the GameStop by your house when we went there, <laughs> yeah. and I was like, Switch games were any Switch games under fifteen dollars were buy one get one free, and I'm like, Do you have any Switch games under fifteen dollars? She goes, No. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's not a thing that exists yeah. in this world. I'm <laughs> yeah, sorry. I actually went to Mega Replay today to get a used copy of Spider Man, which I started playing at your house. Spider Man, and uh, it was the a used copy was thirty two ninety nine. Holy cow! The Game of the Year edition, which just came out, brand new off Amazon, is thirty four ninety nine, and that <laughs> comes with go. all the DLC. I'm like, mm, oh, nope. perfect. Guess I'm gonna not buy it used. So. Yeah. Anyhow, nice. that's all my tweaks that are Tweak. coming back to Tweaking. my head right now. What Tweaking. about you? Who? You. I don't know. Whoever Me? you spoke first. Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> what I've been tweaking on is is comics, man. Really? A couple good comics out here, yeah. So uh you remember this DC black label they got? 
We think we talked about it. Yeah, that's the, the one that's one aged with, for six years. Yeah, okay, mm-hmm. six years. Yeah. Very, it's, <laughs> Twelve. It's not, as smooth, it's not as smooth as a blue label, but yeah. still, still not bad. No, it's the one where uh, you know Batman was showing his uh his battlewing. Oh, that's uh, right. Yeah, so this is a more mature, I guess, mature um, yeah. line from DC. They just came out with a new the comics three... codeless. <laughs> yeah, it's codeless. Nothing, anything goes. That's right. Boobs, wiener, yeah. butt. Harley blood. Quinn doesn't carry a mallet; she just carries a gigantic <laughs> double set. Never mind. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny you should mention Harley Quinn because oh no, that's what I want to talk about. DC Black Label just came out with a new comic called. Harleen, which is the backstory of Harley Quinn. Which has been told several times over. Yeah, it has been. Um, but, so I, I'm a huge fan of Harley Quinn. Version. Yes, you always have but been a huge fan of Harley always, Quinn. I, I consider myself a very big fan of Harley Quinn, but I pale in comparison to you. Yeah, so I, you know, I don't like the way... Harley Quinn is treated in some media that shall not be named. So because what? Who said <laughs> in that? sequels or sequels? <laughs> sequels, yeah. But uh, yeah, so this the the history of this character alone is fascinating. Just because she was originally in the animated series, Batman the animated series. Yep. And now she's like this huge thing that mm-hmm. you know everybody's heard of. And Hot Topic basically has half their store dedicated yeah, to her. They're they're alive today. <laughs> yeah. Because of Harley Quinn. Because of, because of Harley Quinn. So this. Uh, new three uh, issue series miniseries is diving into the backstory of Harley Quinn, or I shall say, Harleen Quinzel. Yes, Doctor uh, Harleen like, Quinzel. Before she gets, uh, I guess, corrupted by the Joker. Before she and, uh, she hits hits that smiley a little too hard. Yeah, that's yeah. right. So that was uh, that was you know we always knew that was her backstory, but this I I really love this uh, first issue because. Um, not only is the art great, but the story is not like up your butt. It's very low key. Like you really? go into her, her story, like she's just a normal person and you see her just struggling. Whoa, through normal whoa, person whoa, stuff. whoa, whoa. <laughs> You're telling me there's a DC comic based on a female character that's not completely wedged up its own sphincter. Yeah. yeah uh, it's, mm, it's remarkable. Uh, like, and the the first issue is is like sixty some pages, so it's basically like a mini graphic novel. I mean, don't get me wrong; most DC comics that do a backstory go way too up the sphincter. But I feel like it's it's oh, yeah. it's it's not every character gets that way, but every female character gets like the over the melodrama treatment, yeah, which I she- think is sexist. That's me. Because I don't feel like every female needs to have a melodramatic background if not every dude has a melodramatic background. No, her background is just so normal. It's like that being normal is a breath of fresh air, which is crazy. Like she's (laughs) from a normal family. She she has like normal friends. She's a normal psych like mid-tier, I guess, psychologist Mm -hmm. that that has this one idea about how about the psychology of the villains and or the bad guys in Gotham. Mm-hmm. And she somehow gets the ear of Lucius Fox via Bruce Wayne, I guess. Right. And gets hired on Red by Freeman. Bruce Wayne to kind of explore why all these super criminals are doing what they do. Yeah. So she gets assigned. And it, That's the, interesting. the whole story is like very interesting. She doesn't, need, she meets the Joker um, as he's committing a crime, like real early on in the book, but she doesn't actually become 
assigned to him or go talk to him to the like the very very end really which it, this like you can think of 63 pages and she's not even talking to the joker directly yet interesting it's incredible yeah wow. so well, I'm, the I'm title loving makes more this. sense too yeah <laughs> the, the the cover of it is just amazing because it's it's got harley quinn's makeup on but some of it's cracked and you can see it like her normal face behind it with the tears coming down. Yeah. Which is, which is, is very impactful. Yeah. The, the artist. I, I, is, I can't is remember great. the last time DC didn't do something with way too much melodrama. Yeah. I really can't. I know. Especially with the black label. Cause the previous black labels have been very serious, very like dark or, or just very over the top, just mm-hmm. dumb. Like the, the uh, Batman damned, it was very, um, I, I didn't enjoy it. I'll just say that yeah. it was, yeah, it was, it was very dark. You know, it's funny. Cause <laughs> I just remember when we were younger, when we were, you know, barely more than half the age we are now, or really half the age we are now. DC was the more, was the more hopeful properties and Marvel yeah. was the dark properties. Mm-hmm. And I feel like DC has yep. been overcompensating ever since. Yeah, you know, yeah, everybody, everybody just wanted to be Dark Knight, not the mm-hmm. movie, the the original series like that. Everything was just trying to always be Dark Knight, you know, and or uh, what was was the killing joke? You know, I felt like that's a, that's <laughs> oh, all that DC's that's wanted dark. to be since <laughs> yeah. then. And I'm like, you know, I kind of like I miss the days where like Alex Ross, you know, like Kingdom Come. You know, it had that. Yeah, they all had problems. It was all messed up, but it was still kind of based around. Look at how, look at how things got. It went from so hopeful to like <laughs> now it's like divided and splintered, and everybody's old and cranky. And I'm like, that wouldn't even work now, because everybody's yeah. divided and everybody hates everybody in the main stories. Yeah. So. Now, obviously, this is going to get darker because oh, we know sure. how it ends, more or less. Mm-hmm. But I'm loving the slow build up. It makes it more real, yeah. in my opinion. Like, it's so slow and organic that y- once she turns, you're going to buy it. I mean, mm-hmm. you're going to buy it. So That's cool. Uh, yeah, the other thing I just want to say is Dr. Aphra um, <laughs> just uh, included, it now has General Veers as really? kind of a minor character. <laughs> really? She uh, fell into the Empire, let's say, and uh, is working pretty close with Vader again, which was interesting. Um, and I guess he's not allowed to kill her yet. <laughs> and, and Veers in this comic is freaking hilarious, which really? is the weirdest thing. That is weird. <laughs> he, he's constantly tasing her because she, you know, you know how she is. She's mouthing off and all that stuff. And that's it's, what they do. You mouth off in the empire, you get tased. Yep. Everybody knows yep. it. <laughs> they get out the cattle prod and they give it to you good. Yeah, I'm loving Afra. It's it's even better than before, I think. Really? Yeah, I, I, I'm really loving this story arc because she's in kind of like not in her element and she doesn't have much control, but she does little things to gain control. I'm, I'm trying not to spoil it. Right. But, uh, yeah, I'm she, loving she the current storyline. Yeah, she emphasizes everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. Well, cool. That's what I've been tweaking on. Sweet. Howie, where's the tweak? <clears throat> well, the tweak has got to be with... The Rook. The Rook. Oh, yeah. The you rook. Been, have you been castling up? Uh, you've, been, you've been castling when you when you, yeah. when you you play chess with the kids? Yeah. That's 20 yeah. points, right? Yeah. 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 No, not that at all. <laughs> um, card game? Yeah. It is a TV series that now I've never I don't, heard of. I Another don't even... new TV series I've never even heard of. Concerned. Uh, Too much. 
have well, Nathan Fillion in it? <coughs> no, it does not. Not that rook. Well, why are you watching? Um, yeah, why bother? Well, because it has other people in it, yeah. like Olivia Munn. Oh, attractive. Attractive. Uh, she's not the main character. Um, if she were, I would not watch it. <laughs> she's not that good. She's good enough, but not to carry a. No, no, no. Uh, this is uh, takes place in London. London, uh, England. The first, the very first scene is this <clears throat> lady, girl, young, young woman. <laughs> Lady girl, young woman. Lady, Lady girl, girl young woman. That's her name. It's a weird character. I'm, I'm getting, I'm getting old. So when I look at her, I think girl. But it's like she's not a girl. She's lady just sounds weird so young woman yeah when you get older you feel bad using the word lady yeah what happened with that i don't know when we were young it was fine yeah now it's like hey, lady you say lady lady like, you feel like you're you know lady lady um <laughs> but it's raining she wakes up in the middle of rain she has no idea um what's going on there she can only move side a, to side or front to back <laughs> front to back <laughs> she can't even jump <laughs> this is not a jumping game um, but she can switch places with the king. But there's a bunch of dead people around halfway. her. Uh, some of them have uh, rubber gloves on, and she doesn't know who she is. Um, oh. But is she is she River? Yeah, are the gloves blue? Yeah, they blue gloves. No. They come <laughs> two by two? Two by two. Uh, the river's blue. Um, but I don't want to give too much away, but she finds out that she's a part of this... Um, Group, uh, she's a highly ranked person in this group. That's uh, they find people with special abilities. Oh, okay, it's one of those shows. One of those shows, Umbrella it, Academy. It is a X Men ish kind of thing. Yeah, sweet. And I like X Men. Kind of that regards. Um, uh, so she has to navigate. Uh, finds that well, she wrote herself a note. No, knowing that she wasn't, she wasn't <laughs> going to know who she was, mm-hmm. and so she found the note in her pocket, and it kind of leads oh, her on. Total to recall. What, what goes on? Classic. Um, and uh, so it's it's real. I don't want to give too much away. It's it's really neat. Uh, there's a couple of moments where I'm like, okay, the writing kind of sucked there, especially like at the end of the first episode, and there's a couple of other moments. Yeah. Uh, especially when one woman said, stop mansplaining things to me. And I'm like, okay, I roll. But um, yeah. well, maybe they should have stopped mansplaining. Uh, uh, probably. probably. You know, my um, answer yeah. to that is lean back and manspread. <laughs> I stop mansplaining, there, but then I manspread. There is, uh, it's very well done. There's a lot of <clears throat> really good acting. Yeah. Uh, mm. And uh, yeah, it's got some interesting concepts. Like the one that I'll, it's, not a spoiler really but there's four people that are that belong i don't want to say society it's uh it's like a um kind of like a a cia or Mm. you know a group like that yeah um Mm. and uh uh they there's there are four siblings uh two are identical twins but they are all four born at the same time Mm -hmm. uh and they Umbrella are one person. What? That's so crazy. They all share one consciousness. Weird. Oh, that's like uh, the weird sisters from the X Men. So it's <clears> the <throat> one one way they use this it, in a really neat way is they are trying to chase and find somebody. Yeah. Or 
however that goes. Are they the Stepford but cookies? One of them was like watching video feeds and like instantly they, he saw a feed, didn't say a word to anybody. The, the other three immediately just ran. Oh, that would be interesting. Like the lack of verbal communication, yes, but seeing that. Boom. Yeah, that would be, that's different. Yeah. That, that's kind of cool. Yeah. So I was like, oh, I really started to appreciate. I've, at first I was kind of like, oh, this is kind of weird because they would a lot of times say things at the same time. Yeah. And it was almost off-putting at first, but then as they developed it, they, you're like, oh, no, it. this they is really cool. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. Um, So I hmm. really rec- highly recommend this. What's the Rook on? Um, That's... um, stars. Gotcha. <laughs> it's, yeah, it is a Stars. That's right. Thank you. Um, The leading... uh, Leading lady is... Shoot. I just lost her name. Cast. Uh, It'd be under cast, right? Emma Greenwell. Okay. Hmm. Emma. Okay. Never heard of her. But uh, there's uh, some uh, some familiar faces like that you may have seen. Not super familiar. Mm-hmm. It's not doesn't have a lot of like high power names in it. Like Gina McKee. Are you familiar oh, yeah. with her? I may be, but yeah. the names aren't. Um, I'm trying to find. Of course, know. Olivia Munn. I said she's like an American, um, almost counterpart. That had come over for a reason. Um, hmm. And uh, the last thing anyways. I saw her in was Newsroom. It's been a while. What about X-Men Apocalypse? Oh, yeah. Didn't you like that I movie? I blocked it out. It was great. <laughs> Adrian Lester. I can't yeah. tell you t- how many times I've clicked back, clicked past Dark Phoenix. <laughs> I have no desire to even watch it. Is it Jolie Richardson? <clears throat> Is that? Yeah. <clears throat> Like it's faces that you're like, oh, I recognize, yeah, yeah. but I not. That's good. Super That's familiar good. with, and it's it, very well done. And it's not something that, I mean, I think other people would maybe be able to pick up on it quicker or different. It's not like they're trying to hide something from you, mm-hmm. but it never was like, oh, I got that totally. I, yeah. I totally knew what was going to happen. Okay, uh, but it wasn't like boom, we're trying to pull one over on you either so yeah it wasn't like some like big Shyamalanian yeah. eye rolly twist I don't know if it was like because of the pace of the the show that I was like I'm just enjoying letting it unfold yeah yeah which yeah. that's Let always go. a good thing yeah so I guess that right yeah yeah, yeah. oh man that's coming out go. in a month and a half oh, do. get ready for your car stereos to be taken over by the yeah. way I also want to mention that I'm Powering through very quickly. Uh, it's always sunny in Philadelphia. Nice. Because I'd only ever seen a few episodes before. So I've been watching a bunch of those. And I wanted to specifically mention Dark Crystal. Yeah, Dark Crystal. Garrick specifically said, if, what, what? You, if you can get through the first episode, you'll be okay. I did not get through the first episode. <laughs> I got like 20 minutes in and I said, I hate Aww. this so much. And yeah. I, am a, I am a Jim Henson creature shop fanatic. Gotta get through that first step, dude. I am a creature shop fanatic. And I was hating with every fiber of my being. Everything on screen, everything that happened was actually causing me to be physically angry. And I am high on all the prescription drugs (laughs) right now and have been for two weeks. And I'm still just like, can't relax to watch. It makes me tense how much I can't stand (laughs) all of the meandering nonsense. That's why I gotta get past the first episode, man. I want to so bad. Skip the first episode. My 
might have to because I still kind of like the original movie. I was I never loved it, but when I was a kid, I was fascinated with it, and so I kind of like it. I don't love it now. I watch it and I'm like, mm, okay, Frank Oz, quit just moaning and whining into the Ooh. microphone. <laughs> That's Simon Pegg now. Oh, you know yeah, that? yeah, yeah, and and uh, and uh, Luke Hams. Skywalker. Yeah, Marky Do they go raw? <laughs> no, there's no Andy Circus. Yeah, that's surprising. Andy Circus no like it's mocap, right? And they're like, no, it's <laughs> no. puppets. I'm out. <laughs> circus <laughs> out. <laughs> circus out. What did he just drop? Was that a microphone? No, he had a Pepsi. Yeah, he had a white exploded. ball. It's a mocap device. He dropped a bottle of balls energy drink uh but yeah I, it, well, I, you know when you have I, one monster and you drink two balls there you go you're ready to get raw <laughs> i hate it so much it is and i think the phrase that i just accidentally used is the best meandering nonsense even yeah, though they lay the, the ground, time. they give you all this backstory, and they're like, all right, here it is. Here's all this, like, it's like Galadriel telling you everything that happened in the Third Age, you know what I mean? And it's like, all right, here we go, and now nothing for the next 20 minutes. And it's like, wow, I just... Like even right, you, gotta only, get, you gotta get farther in. When the gotta, two gelflings are like running through the hallway, it looks like the worst Muppet running I've ever seen. I'm like... They're puppets, yeah. but they're not doing it well. Like, but I've okay. This has actually been my problem with like all Jim Henson related properties lately. I don't feel like the skill levels there where it used to be because I just, yeah, I, I don't probably know. Not. Maybe, maybe I'm just old and cranky or but, just high probably. Maybe or just, just high. really stoned <laughs> because no, that's what no, I'm you need to, to be watching the Rook. I'm just saying, I'll, I'll give it a shot. I honestly, you've I, got, you've got plenty of time on your hands. I mean, Hey, I don't know if it was the drugs or not, but I got all the way through the Goldbergs and I hated that show. <laughs> I love it now. So, yeah, I just wanted to mention that because that's been something yeah, that I, think I want Gary to love. it up so last bad. week and you said you loved it or what, two weeks yeah, ago or something? amazing. I've never seen the movie. Well, I have now, but yeah, I loved it. Normally you and Corey great. are like lockstep on everything. No, that's you. No, that's Gary. not oh, true yeah, at all. That's us too. <laughs> I, I want to. I want to. But yeah, that, and Garrick said, and, and so I was like, I even adjusted. I'm like, all right, this first one's going to be a little rough. <laughs> and 20 minutes in, not even the opioids could chill me out. I was so pissed off. <laughs> oh, I have issues. But anyway, it's time for some news. News. Well, boys, there it is. Man Set spread, it. man spread. This is Aww, the news yeah. of not dead. News of not dead. So yeah, it's not live. The undead. It like is it's the creepy, undead like. news, guys. Undead news. It's, Speaking yeah. of Ooh. undead, our first undead of the night. I want you to rate this one. I wish I'd put on some obnoxious, like spooky sound effects, like yes. <laughs> Let's just all do this in uh, our Walking Dead zombie voices. <laughs> literally every zombie in the walking dead <laughs> every one of them yeah yeah even the ones who it. wear the cut off faces of dead the zombies what yeah i don't know either but i'm, I'm with it i didn't get that far i guess <laughs> yeah you know you haven't gotten that far i'm i'm was, several seasons behind that now. was last season oh yeah no oh yeah i definitely didn't see that one. yeah yeah i have not I've cut off all ties right now. As far as that I know, Negan's still alive. That's how far it's been since. Oh I've no, watched. he probably still is. Oh really? I was gonna say I had... he, he never he never died. Okay, fair yeah. enough. 
Well, I shouldn't yeah, say he never he, died. I didn't. Because he's okay. a zombie, right? As far as he's I know, Rick is still dead. with the group and happily leading everyone. <laughs> 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 there. That'll tell you how far, how long it's been since I've watched. Mm. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. I like that Glenn kid. Yeah, yeah. Glenn kid's far. great. Man, I hope he never dies. <laughs> well, Gary quit yeah. before I did. <laughs> <laughs> I, hope we, I hope they never fake him dying. Yeah, I hope they don't fake him. And then, and then Twice put or three, three times. or four filler episodes before they answer the question. That would never happen. No, though. no one's that dumb and cantankerous <laughs> and overconfident in their writing. Speaking of cantankerous. You know what? Forget everything. Let's just bag on The Walking Dead for the rest of the okay, episode. Okay, yeah, I like this. I'll I like that. that. Or yeah. we could talk so, about uh, not great writing and timothy's on wait 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 what are you talking about oh no we're talking undead thrawn is back What undead thrawn i'll I'll read about zombie thrawn that would actually be really cool but no (laughs) since this is the um the undead episode of news oh uh he's just literally not not dead dead. yeah not dead not dead thrawn trilogy arriving may 2020 all three books at once three books at once (laughs) letting you binge read (laughs) (laughs) i'd do it i probably would it was announced at new york comic-con a new thrawn centric trilogy from timothy zahn yay it'll be the new trilogy to be entitled thrawn the ascendancy trilogy yes so Ooh, what do you guys sweet. think about that? Is this I'm a excited. prequel to Thrawn joining the Empire, or is this what yes. happens as soon as he gets back to the Ascendancy? This is a prequel. Okay. That I'm less happy about, yeah, but still too. happy. But, oh, I'm excited. That's the thing is like I do want to no know how he, what, how he like got yeah. turned into like Lord of the Flies Thrawn. First you of know, all, that they found what long hair. <laughs> yeah, right? No matter what Timothy's on is writing, I'm happy about. Amen. The, so, the best part is all of this takes place in the unknown regions yeah so that means the the chains are off this, like anything goes yeah yeah not gonna like, be bound by all of the story capturing that right. they're still yeah, trying to I'm keep a, a little and you have a trust in timothy zahn and I, i'm i'm thinking this is probably a story zahn's been wanting to tell for a long time now could be i'm could very well be uh, he's probably had been sitting on this maybe like 20 years since the original Tron, so is, Tron trilogy. is this where do you rank this between uh, all the new shows, movies coming out, and this? Like, where does this rank? Number one. That's hard. I'm excited. Because I just haven't oh, been reading so as much lately. Like, I'm excited about it, but, like, man, I really am looking forward to Mandalorian. It's the first live-action show that, you right. know. Right, and it looks And it legit. looks so good. Uh, it's really That's hard. I mean, I'm not even bringing up Last Jedi or... Uh, the Force Awakens, a new Skywalker Rise Jedi, <laughs> um, because of the Force right Awakens, now. dude, one hundred percent. Not not recreation, recreationally, not recreationally, but I'm having a good time. Um, it, it like I'm not even including that because to me that's you know we're all right we're capping off the big thing. Like, all right, we're gonna we're gonna put the lid on the on the old wadded up roll of toothpaste. We're gonna mm-hmm. and it goes in the garbage after that. It's done. Not it goes in the garbage. You know what I mean. And so, like, for when it comes to new things, I, got, I need to reiterate. Corey's high right now. So high. Um, <laughs> like, I, when it comes to new stuff, like you know, Obi Wan show. I'm really excited about Ewan McGregor, the Cassian oh, yeah. Andor show. I'm excited about that. That's probably the least of the new stuff I'm excited. But like, Mandalorian is like, I'm kind of freaking out over Mandalorian. Like, my hopes are up. Mm-hmm. 
So what? this is how I look at it. I'm more excited about The Mandalorian because it's more of an unknown. I know that the Thrawn trilogy will be awesome. Right. Yeah. You know, totally. so that's I, the excitement. I have like the nervousness built into Mandalorian. That's I'm, like I'm jacking excited. It up. Yeah. It's like, I'm, is it really going to be good as yeah. I'm hoping it is? Because yeah. I really would hope I wish I could go into it with this is going to suck. If not, I, I can fall suck, back but, onto these Thrawn books yeah. to make myself feel better. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm excited because for this, I think they're building up to uh, like a sequel trilogy. Yeah. To the original trilogy because they need some backstory. For when Thrawn and Ezra are in the Chist Ascendancy. Yeah, that's exactly right. And <laughs> yeah, that's you, what I'm you hoping. Kinda, you you kind of look at that and you're like, that could be the future of what you know where they're going with that. Yeah. The um, only problem it could be like four or five years off before right. we get but you know it's all right. It's ob- obviously Zahn has already had um I don't know what they say in the writing world, but a treatment for these books already. I mean he's already had he oh, already yeah. has them. Yeah. Don't worry, yeah, Garrett. Because he's, he's it's less than a year out and the first book's gonna come, so he pretty much has that Yeah. Yeah, you know. yeah he probably to, had it mostly written. To paraphrase Aaron Alston, uh forty is the new twenty. So <laughs> yeah. don't worry about it. Twenty forty. When we saw them at Celebration Three, uh Aaron Alston, Troy Denning, and I don't remember, was it Karen Travis? I don't think it was Karen Travis, but they were up in the front. Actually. Jimmy the Looch? Uh yeah, Jimmy the Looch might have been there. But Alston, they were talking about the new Jedi Order and what was happening after the New Jedi Order. And they were talking about the age of the main characters and how the characters are getting older and how it's going to affect. And, and I think it was, it was either Denning or Jimmy the Looch was like, well, you know, the, you know, these characters like, you know, they've got, they've got good, there's good health care. Everybody, we assume the average <laughs> lifespan is more than it is. And, uh, in our world because of the technology and he's kind of like fumbling a little bit and Alston just goes, 60 is the new 40. <laughs> <laughs> so it might take a few years to get that sequel trilogy. But forty is the new twenty, Garrett. That's right. Yeah, it's worth wait waiting for, right? Yeah. Is it kind of like four twenty? Yeah, for me Aww, right now. Yeah, not you know really. what I'm talking um, about. Not the kind of drugs smoking I'm pot. So are you guys excited about this new Watchmen uh, series coming to HBO? I'm yeah, curious. Really. I'm curious. I'm not at all curious. It's it's <laughs> a sequel to the original comic series, which the movie had enough in common with. You know, I know the differences. Um. So, and. Of all of uh, all of, uh, of Zachy Boy's work, Watchmen is my favorite. Mm-hmm. So, which isn't saying that much. Punch? It's not saying much uh, at like, all. Yeah, but you missed the punch. best episode we've done with Sucker Punch. I'm, yeah, you guys. I'm glad you seized. I'm glad you carpeted that DM because <laughs> I didn't want to have to sit through that. And I'm so yeah, glad did. that Sancho showed up as a voice of reason. <laughs> He's rarely a voice of reason. <laughs> <laughs> Only but, when he agrees with me and Legion. <laughs> that's the only reasonable thing. <laughs> I, uh, but I, 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 I am curious uh, because tonally it looks similar to the movie, mm-hmm. even though yeah. it's not a sequel to the movie specifically. Fact, so they even use the same color scheme. Yeah. Yeah. And That's true. honestly, I feel like uh Jeremy Irons <laughs> looks like an older version of the dude they had played that character in the movie. I was I'm like I was kinda like, wow, that's he's supposed to be Ozymandias? Yeah, I think so. Oh. Dude, that's okay. that's casting out the butt right there. That's some yeah. Jeremy Irons, bad. that's a powerhouse. So I'm I am curious yeah. about it. I, I definitely intend to give it a crack. Well, Thrawn's not dead, Watchmen's not dead. Nope. Uh guess what, what else, else is not dead? What? Marvel Star Wars. 
What? what? No, they Marvel canceled that. Star Wars they was canceled, it. but no, it's a zombie now. It's what? back from the dead. Yeah, instead of oh. vampire episodes, they're going to do zombie Star Wait, are Wars. Are you sure it's Ooh, back from the dead or undead? Are you sure it's not just like Weekend at Bernie's dead? Are they propping um, it up with a couple other live dudes? Well, I think <laughs> I think this is really hopeful thinking on Garrick's part. <laughs> <laughs> what? What? Th- there is a new series. Garrick wrote these notes. <laughs> set after Empire Strikes Back. They yeah, announced at Comic Con on. Oh, uh, yeah. When's the, when's the release? Did you know the release? Uh, 2020. January. How January. far are we are yeah. tying off? We are wrapping up the sequel trilogy and they're just now getting past the Empire Strikes the Freak Back. <laughs> yeah, dude. Jeez. There must be something in that movie that ties to. There better be. Or ties I'm sure to there won't. The main... Wait, let me let me channel Mike for a minute. You guys <laughs> are giving them too much credit. <laughs> what or if maybe it, they initially thought there was going? To be what if it is going to go hand in hand with the Mandalorian? Oh, I'm all for that. I don't believe it yeah. for a second. No, but I, mean, I feel but... like the the pump is so primed to start laying those little mm, tiny footholds yeah. to make give people those like those hard nipple happy yeah. moments. Again, Corey is high, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sweet. Well, the the first images the of the comic is, is uh, Luke getting his hand cut off. So that's pretty. Cool. Yeah, <laughs> sweet. It's flying through space. <laughs> yep, flipping the bird, flying down the shaft into. Totally flipping the bird. I think they'll bring Dash Rendar in. I mean, oh no, he's technically back in canon. I believe. I don't think that's true. It's I believe true the my Outrider head. is in canon. <laughs> I do not believe Dash Rendar by name is. Um, Who, what's he I'm in? Got, uh, something. And that phone game does not count. <laughs> he's in, so, he's in some book. random YA book. He oh, was mentioned he? in some. Garrick always yeah. tries to bring that phone game up. But uh, I see it, it, phone it, game. It's real. It matters. <laughs> yeah, it's all canon. Well, they did Rev say that back, all the baby. games were going to be canon <laughs> yeah. from that point forward, and they were <laughs> That's lying. true. They were lying. They were lying. Yeah. Speaking I'm of ex- lying, Charles oh, Charles Soul is writing it, which is awesome because he wrote the Vader comic. That's oh okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That does perk yeah, up my eyebrows because I got mad respects for the Vader comic. Yeah, mm. Mm. and that and uh, the po- he wrote the Poe Dameron. Comic. It's, it's speaking of the Vader comic, we I talked to a few weeks ago about the Vader Immortal. Um, Immortal that's coming out with the second volume two is out. Oh, it yep, is out. It's out yeah. already. I uh, I was looking for a full walkthrough. I think approximately like four hours after it came out, couldn't find one. I was pissed. I was like, yeah. "YouTube, what is your deal?" I give up. So Edit quicker. I have not looked since then because I've been high. Yeah, since then. So Maybe we should really retitle this episode. Corey's been high. Yeah. Wow. Jeez. Because I got high. Yeah. Because I got high. Um, speaking of people flip, uh, people flipping the birds and getting high. Um, I like how this we have going. this thing with Sony and Disney. Oh Lord! Oh yeah. yeah, this is the undead episode. Yeah, the undead episode. <laughs> Did uh, anyone believe for a second that that deal was done? Uh, no. no. I, Tom Holland apparently saved the day. Oh, he sure did. That's our presser. Everybody gets one. Lay it all on the boy. Everybody loves him already. Spider-Man's back on the table, boys. Because of Tom Holland. Spider-Meat's back on the menu, boys. How do they know what a menu is? (laughs) 
Because <laughs> they dined at all those fancy orc restaurants. Oh, right, 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 right. Of course. <laughs> you know, it's funny. How you get price. <laughs> when you have a good movie, Mixarons. you look over those things, but then you look back, you're like, yeah, that didn't really make a whole lot of I'll sense. I'll take a big Sauron with extra Sauron sauce. <laughs> Can I have the Mordor size, please? <laughs> it's infused with ink. <laughs> Oh, man. Happy so, or thank for my, so, yeah. my child. Yeah, did any of us really think the Spider-Man was dead? Nope. Yeah. Yeah. Nope. But it's an undead now. So however, I was They talked him down to 25%. <laughs> I've watched so many things over the last two weeks, so I do want to say I was not super impressed with Far From Home. Really? I wow. didn't love it. I liked it. The drugs, bro. <laughs> I liked it. Well, I mean, the first half of it was kind of slapstick comedy. It was a little too much. Um, so the second half felt less earned, but I did like the fact that it was the first time it felt like Spider-Man fighting a proper Spider-Man villain in the sense that it was a villain whom like the technology being used, like Spider-Man was the right hero to fight that villain. Mm, I mean, yeah. obviously Mysterio is a Spider-Man villain, but like <laughs> the Peter Tingle. Yeah, the Peter Tingle. <laughs> Can't say Spidey sense. You gotta say Peter Tingle. No, Peter um, Tingle. But like you know, like I don't know. I don't want to spoil everything for everybody. But like the combat in the big action sequence at the end was perfect for Spider Man. But mm-hmm. I don't know. The movie felt kind of tacked on to me. All in all, mm. I wasn't. I didn't love it. So I like the I happy, was, the happy scenes with happy. The, the scenes with happy were great. Yeah. Um, and of course, any yeah, scene yeah. with Aunt May is great because Marissa May is mm-hmm. gorgeous, but gorgeous and immensely talented. Did she get a Best Supporting Actress for My Cousin Vinny? Anybody see? Yes. Everybody said that would end she her did. career because she, she won it so early. She got an Oscar for that. Yeah, yeah. Because her biological mm-hmm. clock is ticking. Boom, boom, um, boom. Uh, but yeah, I wasn't I wasn't thrilled about it. And so I watched that movie like right around the time where they were saying that the the deal was off that they were not going to, that he was out of the MCU. And I was like, I don't buy it. And here's why everybody loves Tom Holland. He's most like, but one of the most like, he's like, he's like, a, he's like a yeah. miniature Tom Hanks. Everyone loves him. You know he what I mean? Spider-Man. Yeah. And, and, like, and he also is Spider-Man. Plus, I mean, look, Andrew Garfield is extremely likable and everyone hated him. He's terrible. And as, as Spider-Man. Spider-Man, or they hated those movies. Those and movies they put a lot of that on him. I don't think they're that bad. I think they're yeah. as good as Far From terrible. Home. And I think Andrew Garfield was actually a really good Peter Parker. Mm. But everyone freaking loves Tom Holland. All He's right. just so damn All right. adorable. All right, let's rank the top <laughs> five Spider-Man actors. <laughs> the top five Spider-Mans? <laughs> Live action? Live action. Uh, can I start at the bottom? bottom? Toby Maguire. No, let's see. I'll tell you if you're wrong or right. Oh, okay, good. Because it's, oh. it's only reasonable if we agree oh. with that. Way. <laughs> it's not just live action, I'm sorry. I was going to say, I can't think of five. Oh, we got to put in cartoons, I don't too? know who played the Spidermans in the cartoons. Okay, I'll I'll list from five to one. Okay. I'll okay. list you. Chris Pine. Who's Based on whose decision? Uh, Ranker.com. Ranker.com. When was Chris Pine Spider-Man? He was in the end of the Spider-Verse. He was the original Peter Parker. Oh, right, right, right. Yep. Yeah. Well, that's no fair. You get like two of them in that one. Jake Johnson. Don't know. That's the old man or middle aged Spider Man. That's washed up that's Peter my Parker. F- yeah, that's my favorite. Right there. Yeah. <laughs> it would be. It's, your sweat, favorite. it's the sweatpants. I think I like the Chris mm, Pine one better, but number I like them both. three, Andrew Garfield. Uh, yeah. All right. He's number 
Number eight. two, Tobey Maguire. Garfield was better mm-hmm. than Maguire. Maguire was weird casting because Raimi's a weird man. Tom Holland like was, of course, number yeah. one. Uh, but this has the top 18. I think Tobey Maguire Whoa. only gets, Tobey Maguire only gets, he's only getting ranked higher because he was in the first three movies and everybody was crazy for him because they were no, groundbreaking for this. This films. ranked the top 18. I'll let me give you the 18th. Okay. If I can scroll it, because it's one of those scroll Daniel load, Falagitron. scroll load, scroll I don't know load, scroll is. load. The guy from the Italian one. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Italian Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Ted <laughs> Schwartz. Ted, of course. Oh, Ted Teddy. Schwartz. Good 81. Schwartzy. Schwartzy. Yep. What's he from? Reno Romano is n- number 17. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, hey, right. I, I always say that Romano's play the best, uh, the best, uh, the best villains oh, and heroes. Oh, Nicholas Hammond. Number 16. Of course. The 70, 1977 live action. Okay, sure. Oh, that show. was terrible. Yeah. 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 Uh, there was a... Cesar Romano. I didn't know that Neil Patrick Joker. Harris was one, but he was apparently... That's been one of the cartoons. Oh, my Yeah, he word. probably voiced one in a cartoon. Oh, that's ugly. Now he's <laughs> having a blast down there. Yeah, Spider-Man, the new animated series in 2003. Yeah. Oh, that one was His crazy. head is extremely long. Okay. Like, yeah. Like, that was like cell shaded, right? Weird, yeah. Uh, so, Remember yeah, that cell shaded young Iron oh. Man show? Nope. Oh, it was good. It was good. It was like about like high school aged uh, Tony Stark. It was like a alternate continuity where like him and Rhodey and Pepper were all friends in school. Sounds stupid. It Sounds was, like X Men Evolution. Pretty good. It was pretty good, but the, like it was all it was three D cell shaded gra- uh, three cell shaded animation. It was, I liked it. I can't remember the name of it. Did you know there's a Marvel superhero squad online? Yes. In 2011? Uh, let me tell you, I used to get a lot of updates about superhero squad from my sister-in-law because her son was really in all the superhero squad stuff. Hmm. And a lot of the toys and things. Well, speaking of a lot of toys. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <coughs> or superheroes. Or superheroes, to, right. for that matter. The last undead of the list. Is that right? Yep. Yeah, I believe. Sure. Um, is uh, Smallville. What? Yeah, dude. Yeah. The CW is doing a mega crossover event. Wait, are they bringing in Smallville as part of the crisis? Shut up. Don't don't. (laughs) They're bringing Welling, Tom Tom Welling. Yep, and Erica Durant. Whoa. That's kind of cool. As those I mean, things. I wouldn't normally think it, Brandon but I'm like, this is kind of cool. just got erect somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> just suddenly, not gonna bring in, They're not going to bring in that other girl because she's in jail, I think. <laughs> she's in mega jail. <laughs> <laughs> she's in super mega jail. Can, can we film my scenes from jail? <laughs> the blonde I one. I think she's actually in Arkham, right? I'm pretty sure no one would recognize her because she does not look healthy. <laughs> that whole, you know, that whole like running a cult thing will do that do to that you. Do that to you, yep. This, yeah. this uh, cast is insane. Did you see the uh, Brandon Routh yeah. uh, Kingdom Come Spider-Man yeah, yeah, picture yeah. they showed? Yes. Like a new one. I'm yes, talking. I did. I saw exactly. it like in the last week and a half. Yeah. That was looks awesome. awesome. He looks, oh, he lo- they made him look like so much older than he does as bit. whatever his character was in uh, in the other C-Dub show, The Legends. Yeah. Was he Power this Man is, or something like that? Uh, it's uh, The Atom. The Atom, that's right. 
Power Man. <laughs> so yeah, he's a power girl, Light- but he has really big. You never mind. Even Black Lightning's going to cross over. Oh this sweet, in- I like Black. This Lightning. is insane because I don't. Awesome. Yeah, it's so crazy. that is awesome. Yeah, this I'm. <laughs> Gosh, I love it. I'm when, a little excited. I love about it this. when the CW goes, All right, guys, this is what we're going to do. The same thing we always do, but harder. <laughs> I faster, love more that. intense. Yeah, faster, more intense. This year we're going to do it, but more. Oh, man, even, yeah. even, even Bruce Wayne's going to show up. Yes. Not Batman. No. They can't do that. Nope. But Bruce freaking Bruce Wayne. Wayne played by the best voice Bruce Wayne ever. Yes. Yes. Yeah, this is, you know, I, you've got to hand it to CW and what they're doing with this. Everything they can. They're like, you know what? By some twist of ungodly fate, we believed in these properties when no one else did mm-hmm. at, a, at a televised level. Yeah. And so we got the, these deals and we we got these exclusive deals to do this stuff when no one else cared. And since then, Fox has come in and done Gotham. You know what I mean? Everybody's trying to get their piece of the pie. And everybody's really like, oh, superheroes are all thinking, trying to get the figures in. But you're seen up here. They're going, hey, 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 hey. we still got all this insane yeah. crap. Yeah. And, and we're going to do everything we, we can. We're, yeah, we're, we're established with it now. Yeah. And now we're just like, we're going to, we, everything's. We're so mm. established. We are like decades of establishment that we can dip in and out of continuity wise. And like what they've realized is it's not just DC that they have. They have their own universe. Yes. Mm -hmm. That's what they're figuring out. They don't have to just reach into what haven't we milked that we can still use. They're realizing, wait, we can milk all this other stuff we already did. Yeah. That's awesome. Awesome. Yes. This is going to be insane. This is going to bring me back into there because I I haven't been watching. Josie and I, my daughter and I have stayed with the flash. We, we, we always run a little bit behind, but we've, we're caught up. So, uh, yeah, she can't wait for it starting. The other thing she's harping on is Lost in Space. She's really mad that season two isn't. <laughs> but speaking of uh, uh, Bert being mad, be too, by the way, um, but not being mad much longer, Mr. Robot. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. This. Oh, man. I got, well, I'm, I'm still a season behind. On by the time this airs, episode, it will uh, be released. Oh, I got yeah. a lot of catching up to do. Yeah, you do. Yeah. I'm telling you what, that is one of my top series like out there of all time well you're a big christian slater fan so yeah i love christian oh, slater. Man, that's a <laughs> i got his best. poster like all of his posters on my Ra- wall rami malik is like my wife the is like greatest actor weird. of all time i had He's a, a greatest christian actor of our generation yeah i had a christian slater he should poster. be spider-man i had a christian slater <laughs> He's the poster songbird of our generation guys hanging in my room when i was a kid and my sister made me take it down <laughs> you're not allowed to have that yeah she's like that's not a poster that a boy would have up i'm like but he's cool and she's like, mm. I want to save you. But from I had one of Kirk Cameron too. And she had no problem with that. Whoa. <laughs> not Joey Lawrence. I, oh, <laughs> I had one of Kirk Joey Cameron. Yeah, who would and have it was, Joey Lawrence? It was okay. Kirk. It was okay. My sister's I reasoning. Did. It was okay because he was wearing a leather jacket. <laughs> My sister had really so weird she was, gender definitions laid out. She was legitimately trying to help oh, you. Oh no! Out. Yeah, no, no. She was. <laughs> she was legit. She was straight legit. But I was too young to care. Yeah. I had a Michael Jackson one where he was wearing a yellow sweater, like a yellow cardigan. My sister's like, no, that's got to come down. I'm like, it's Michael Jackson. <laughs> it's the jacket it's from bad or I'm nothing. sorry, in my house, it would have been weird if I put a girl in a bikini up on the wall. Sure, I'd love to, but I was not going to get away <laughs> sure with it. Sure, I would. <laughs> sure, I would. <laughs> I have three or four ladies in bikinis up on my wall. Oh, Anywho. Corey's high. Is that um, it for news? We still got more? Oh, we got uh, more. 
We do? Yeah. yeah. Because we have well, we, got uh, the topic. we have theatrical releases coming up. Oh, that's right. Yeah, even when I'm high. I, I, maybe I remember things better <laughs> when I'm high. <laughs> well, I would have to say that Garrick did not mark these down. Yeah, so. Garrick, go ahead. And, uh, uh, you lead the, lead uh, the path. Uh, Forge well, the you path. guys, you know it's October, right? <clears throat> yes, sure is. And uh, there is these Fathom events. Have you heard of these? You I have like heard of the Fathom events. They're always, when I go to see like a family movie with my daughter, it's always like, come see this opera. And I'm like, boy, you are preaching to the wrong crowd. I'm here to see Toy Story. We're, we're not going to come see an opera, live opera. I want to see, see Phantom of the Opera. Yeah. Yeah. They, well, uh, they, they do like special shows at movie theaters. Yes. Yeah, so this October for, in, I guess, in celebration of this being the month that Halloween is in, mm-hmm. we're going to release two scary movies. Scary, scary movies. So celebrating 35 years. On October 6th and 10th, they will re-release, as part of this event, in theaters, the cinematic masterpiece, Ghostbusters! only two days to see that uh, by the time this airs. I would I guess, like to see Ghostbusters You'll only be able theaters. to see the 10th. I've never seen Ghostbusters in theaters. Uh, First I time think, I saw it was on VHS. They, I went right. to, I attended I'm, one of these mm. events for uh, Back to the Future. Oh, I wanted oh. to, I, that's one I wanted to do and I couldn't get out to do it. And they, uh, before the movie started, they gave away prizes. Oh, it was wow. awesome. Like oh. they do a little trivia thing and I, I don't Black know if they, I can't guarantee they're going to do this everywhere, but they did a trivia thing. And you and I, want them, I want them like, to, I want them to give my, me my a pop vinyl of Slimer with the hot dogs hanging out of his mouth. Cause I saw <laughs> yeah. that today and I almost that's bought it. That's a great it. one. I almost yes. bought that it. That's a great one. <laughs> I still want the Ecto one. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. And also celebrating 40 years on October 13th, 15th, and 16th, you can buy tickets to see, well, probably one of the greatest movies ever made, Alien. Yes. The first one. Not Alien. The first one. Singular Alien. Alien. Did I pluralize that? No, no. you didn't. And you, I it's know just, just this one. in the last year, have developed a personal uh, distinction and taste for the franchise. Yeah, I did. Which, I, I mean, I've seen them, but I've since gone back and rewatched them, and I'm like, wow, these are amazing. And you one, made me so, much. so happy because <laughs> I feel like I'm the only person in the world who likes the first one more than the second one. I don't like this. I, which, which one's like the, the first one and which much. one's the second one? The first one is a suspense movie. The second one is an action movie. The second one's got all yeah. the Marines. Mm-hmm. The first yeah. one, it's just her and the ship crew and the, the an alien gets on board. They're just a work crew. The second one is the Marines are sent in to flush, flush the aliens out. Yeah, they, they, make, they make her go back. I, the, and yeah. when I think of alien movies, I think of that first one. Yeah. Is that yeah. where they act the... The first one's the one where they're all gathered around the table and the chest burster yeah. comes out and they all yeah. freak out and it yeah. was because Rid- because Ridley Scott didn't tell, didn't tell anybody yeah. what was going to happen. Yeah, no, that one by far is my favorite that, one. Thank it's you. One. I Bil- think that movie is a masterpiece. Bil- Bilbo tried to kill everybody. Yeah, Bilbo tried yeah. to murder everybody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the, by far, that's my favorite one. I love that movie. That is one of my top, God, top 25, maybe top 10 movies of all time. I think oh, that movie yeah. is a masterpiece. For sure. But aliens had aliens Bill Paxton just, ruined that movie. Aliens I cannot just, stand Bill Paxton in that movie. Well, I don't know. Bill Paxton People love was, his act. Yeah. Bill Paxton. Game Bill over, Paxton, man. man. Game what over, are we going to do, Game man? Over, man. <laughs> like man. that movie did. But the thing you got to give <laughs> aliens is that a lot of aliens 
<clears throat> a lot of movies in the, in and out of that genre have been me too's to aliens. Like the whole yeah. space Marine genre yeah. Yeah. kind of belongs to aliens. Yeah, I mean, your halo, your, your gears of war, all those games that are popular, all that is attributed to aliens. So I get it. But because of that, I feel like aliens doesn't hold up as well. Doom. I think that alien Kill is me. so perfectly timeless. I believe Kill that that me. movie is amazing. Yeah. Everybody I've ever known who loved aliens, they're like, oh, the first one's okay, but aliens, right? And I'm like, oh, God. Yeah, yeah there's a mech fight in that movie. They didn't rely on CG. <laughs> no. They, it was all practical and it was great. Well, looked, aliens looked didn't good. rely on CG I either. Look at, but, I, I look like, uh, I mean, a little bit more. I kind of look at the alien franchise like I look at the Terminator franchise. I'm going to watch it. I'm going to enjoy it for what it is. Mm -hmm. yeah. uh, like and I'm aliens. always going to watch it's the new one. I'm, yeah. I'm always going to do it. Yeah. It's same. Actually, that is the perfect <laughs> comparison. Both those franchises. It's like, I don't care which one's the worst one. I'm going to see every single one. Yeah, yeah. I agree. They're, so, they're all good. Yeah. Just, it's like, yeah, Terminator Genesis is just, a, or not Genesis, uh, Salvation is just all over the place, but it's still enjoyable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all of them are equal. Just some are more equal than others. That's right. <laughs> That's right. So, yeah, make sure you get out and, and catch your fathomable Alien and event. I, I, mm. I want to see both of them. I want to say, if you had to choose one, uh, which one uh, would it be? Alien. It'd probably be Alien. I'm leaning got, more towards Alien. Yeah. I'm going to say Ghostbuster. Here's why. Really? Here's, I, why. Don't, Here's why. I don't fault you for that. Here's why. Because <laughs> no, Ghostbusters nope. was shot in one of those ridiculous ultra wide, like super wide films. That um, most of the time when you like back in the day, when you buy it on DVD, it wouldn't actually be the original theatrical cut. There'd mm. still be some digital movement, movement back and forth. Right, yeah. And oh, I feel yeah. like that's screen better on a terrible. big giant screen. And I can take my Sid, my, my Sid, my, my Sid. kid to see Ghostbusters where oh, like I Sid think that I feel like kid. alien, she would either get bored or too scared. Speaking of another mm. terrible cartoon, Sid, the kind of science kid. Oh yeah. He's awful. Mm -hmm. yeah. It awful. teaches you science. Do they? Do they really? No. He or, just sings it. What about, the, what was like that Dan the Dinosaur Kid show or whatever? The kid who was really into dinosaurs. That show was awful too. I hope all those kids just die. Sounds <laughs> terrible. Wow. We <laughs> Especially really... Sid because he's a CG wow. Muppet. And that just feels dark. wrong. Go out and see Alien. Go out and see Ghostbuster. Yeah. The Let's, one, the one Ghostbuster. It, but it's on the big screen. On the big Remember, screen. Remember everybody, they're making a sequel to Ghostbusters. In not, fact. Not the Paul Fig train wreck they're making a sequel reboot to the original ghostbusters movies yes do it uh in fact get on our discord tell us if you actually went to the original release in theaters and let us know what how it was yeah i'd like yeah. to know yeah but it was awesome freak i still haven't seen it chapter two too many things i think hey. that means it's time for the porkins bite of the week it is Whoa. he finally what? came off a of vacation and showed up oh good that's good. I don't know if y'all know this, but the uh, you got part me. I got a, a cold, a little uh -huh. tingle in my throat. Uh, I, I, I got the itis. I got take, the itis. Take your time. It's I don't know if y'all know you. this, but uh, the Nightmare on Elm Three movies. Oh, yeah, yeah, they were based on truth events. Oh, truth events. Yeah. Well, let me blow your oh, mind. I blow my people mind. Killed people in dreams. Wes Craven based in Nightmare on Elm Street. Requiem for a Dream. Based on a series of articles in the LA Times about a bunch of teenagers who died after having really bad, nasty nightmares. 
bunch of a bunch of Khmer immigrants had these bad, horrible nightmare, then died. Oh, but he based the hat that Freddie wears off a drunk that scared him really bad one time. <laughs> and he named him Freddie because that was the name of the bully that picked on him in school. <laughs> yeah, take that, Freddie. The bully. <laughs> He's like, all right, a bunch of dead immigrant students, my own personal bully, and this drunk that scared me real bad that one time, and launched a franchise. <laughs> and boy, did he ever. Yeah. Jeez. Oh, he did. Oh, man. Oh, man, because we are getting ready to talk about some spooky movies up in here, y'all. Oh, yeah. So this is what I think is going on right here, right? Everybody, everybody, you know, we could have lasered in on one spooky movie, but given this is our first Halloween in the in the new format here, we decided, why don't we, and it's a shame that Mike's not here because Mike likes a lot of creepy movies too, but we said, why don't we, why don't we talk about like what our favorite scary movie is and what, how we define, like what makes a scary movie or a creepy movie like good to you? And the reason why I wanted to bring that up is because that like my, I love scary movies, but mm. I don't like very many horror movies at all. Like yeah, your every single year crank out horror franchises. I've never nine out nine out of ten. I've never even seen a one because I don't care. You know what I mean? Like oh, here we're you know uh, I can't even think of a name of them. They're all so just one carbon saw? copies. What's that? Saw Is that one? Yeah, That's saw. I've never out? seen saw. I've never seen sawed. See saw. I never see sawed. I've never Nobody's seen. Nobody's ever made saw that film. joke. No, nope. nope. we made that one first. That was us. Print it, patent it. I've I've never seen one. I've I've never had any interest. They appeal to me in no way, um, because a, a lot of those films, like when there's gore or just that psychological trauma suspense stuff, it doesn't work on me. It's like Dark Crystal. I'm just sitting there going, next, you know. I just gotta get through that first episode. <laughs> now, that's what do they say? They do say that about the Saw franchise. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I've like, I'm like, I'm, you know, I'm anxious to share and I kind of want to hear you guys. Cause I know like Howie, like Howie doesn't like a lot of, there's a lot of scary movies. Howie's like, nope, pass. You're like my wife. Yeah. You're like, mm -mm, I don't need to see that. <laughs> I don't see it. Cause it does nothing for me. I think you're like my wife. You don't want to see it because you don't want it to get in your head. Yep. Yeah. And I, so and I know it will. Yeah. So I don't. I, I want to start off. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Kick us off because away. I'm the anti of this at all <laughs> at all at all times. At the same time, I've, you've sat and watched a few of my favorites with <clears throat> yes. me. Um, and there's definitely a distinction between all these. You yeah. have. Oh yeah. You know, you have scary movies. You have horror flicks. You have Just psychological like, drama. The weird, you, like yeah, dark comedy, twisted ones. Suspense. Uh, yeah. yeah. Suspense and thrillers and yeah. Um. So. Documentaries. Oh my goodness! I like I like suspense. <laughs> Like, uh, like Stranger Things. You know, even though it's a, it's not just that it has a great element of suspense in there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. and and it, it does kind of have a little bit of you know scariness to it. Mm -hmm. but even though it's not really scary, love that kind of stuff. Uh, but the things I hate, and that's what I'm really going to talk about. That's because, totally because fair. they get in my head, <laughs> and they won't go out. Yeah. Um, and one of the. I want to say one of the more recent ones because there isn't really recent. Yeah. Uh, but this was many years ago when the first paranormal activity movie came out. I've never seen a single mm. one. Um, I haven't either. And it's, it's uh, really, it's about, it's almost kind of uh, 
Oh, dang it. Uh, what's the, that witch hunt movie? Blair Witch Project. Blair Witch Project. It's uh, in, the, in the kind of same vein where it's really kind of, you're looking at these people. It looks like their cameras in the house. Like they have cameras set up in the house to uh, try to find the. Yeah. Like found footage uh, kind of stuff. But, it, but it's, it's just a straight up movie. Uh, and like then ghost shows. hunters where stuff actually happens. So they wanted to make a movie, <laughs> yeah. but they didn't want to make it cost a movie. Right. <laughs> um, so <laughs> I want to say through like 80% of the movie, I'm perfectly fine. And I went with a friend who wanted to watch a scary movie and I'm, it was single at the time. And I'm like, whatever. <laughs> Got it. Um, <laughs> but at the very end is when it really kicked in. Yeah. And it's like all this ghosty stuff. Ghosty and, stuff's the best stuff. Ghosty! Um, and it just messes with my head. I'm going back yeah. to my uh, my place and I'm just I've, I probably stay up. This was late when we left. It was probably one of the last movies played mm. that on, on a Friday or whatever. And I'm up till four or five in the morning because my brain normally I don't have a problem sleeping. Yeah. Normally I go out, you know, Soon as, soon as the air gets hitting, hitting you in the yeah. nose, you're out. <laughs> Boom. Uh, but my brain just, I have to watch fluffy shows. <laughs> you got to have a palate cleanser. Yeah. And it's not just that's like, what, here's the 30 minute palate cleanser. No, here's like yeah. three hours of palate cleanser. <laughs> that's <laughs> Kathy and me watching uh, watching Chernobyl. I'm like, all right, I got to watch like three episodes of yeah. Night Court. <laughs> <laughs> For a completely different reason. For completely. Not, so not I'm, I'm watching all these fluffy palate cleansers. Yeah. And uh, every noise, I'm just, I, I have to, I have to, you know, mentally just, it's a struggle. Yeah. I have to turn it, I have to this, try to turn it off and I can't. What you need is to become like, like narcissistic and, and, and egotistical <laughs> and believe that if, that the ghosts that are clearly all around you at this point answer to you, because <laughs> that's how I get. When I start hearing stuff, I get mad and I'll stand up and I'll just start yelling. Nothing. <laughs> it, I have and I done think that, that's part of why I don't get scared well, in movies because I, I just get belligerent. <laughs> I have done that before and it actually helps. It does. On a psychological level, you know, you, you're like empowering yourself to yeah be better or bigger. I'm the bigger than you. The power of Christ compels you to leave yeah. me alone. <laughs> I'm gonna cry. <laughs> Piss off, ghost. <laughs> Piss off, ghost. <laughs> so there's a lot of. I mean, I was I've been that way since I can remember. I, I remember the first time I watched um oh uh, one of your favorites Poltergeist. 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 Um, I was with uh, my cousins at their house and it was around this time, of course. And, yeah. Um, and I know my parents are like, this is a bad idea. And I'm watching it and I'm, I'm like, this is a bad idea. Mm-hmm. I, even back then I'm super young. And uh, of course, then my cousin, who's a complete dick, <laughs> love him to death. He's great. Uh, but, but he loves to mess with people. His dad's the same way. Oh, they yeah. love to mess with you. So we're like in the middle of the night and he's like acting like, you know, uh-huh. something's getting me and all of a sudden, of course, I'm, I was probably like six or seven or whatever it was. Yeah. <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm like, oh, this is getting to you. But he yeah, should have just had the TV me. keep turning on on like a staticky channel the whole <laughs> yeah. time. 
No, I'm afraid of the white noise. <laughs> oh, and that's back when that actually was yeah, a thing still. Back before your TV just went blue. Yeah, you know, we had about that 20 yeah. year stretch where everything just went blue instead of the static. Yeah. Now it's so, black. So those are my experiences with this kind of thing. But one of the ones that it really kind of teeters on the edge was one that you made me watch. Um, oh. And I, I enjoy it. I don't, it's not one that I would probably watch by myself, especially at night. Well, if I'm not um, there to hold your hand, I know. I understand. But Aww. Um, I was snuggled up. Um, <laughs> I was a little spoon. Um, I can't remember the name of it. Is the. What's it about? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> they are all going up to the house. The others? Mm. Cabin in the Woods. Cabin in the Woods. Oh, Cabin right. in the Woods. Yeah. That's a good one. Because that one kind of went off ridiculous. the rails. Yeah. Well, in the first scene, you don't even think you're watching the right yeah. movie. <laughs> yeah. So, so that was fun in a lot of ways oh, from yeah. that perspective. Oh, and so, yeah. And that's why, yeah, that's why I went to watch it because I was like, dude, it's Joss Whedon. Yeah. And you're like, it is? I'm like, yeah. So, so I don't want to spoil it, but that should tell you something. Yeah. So yeah. that's. Yeah, there's definitely a lot of suspense, and it kind of teased on the edge some. Friend of the but. show, uh, Taco Techno. Taco. Taco Techno. Uh, oh, different Taco. Is the one that suggested that to me. Ah, yes. Yeah, he, he he was trying. He was he wanted to tell me about it so hard that his like veins were bursting out of his forehead <laughs> because the whole like literally that movie was played off like it is this like just terror teenagers yes, getting right. ripped apart by dead people the all <laughs> yeah. the marketing was just like a normal hack and slash yeah. and then anybody who was into joss whedon would, would look at the fine print and go wait joss whedon that doesn't make sense that's right. weird the buffy oh. guy yeah. like what you <laughs> know who's since gone on to like do the avengers and stuff like that right doing this well, we also did the, service what was that other one he did the with the um oh dang it firefly no. No, before that, before Firefly. No. Uh, Dark the, Angel? No. Uh, you Buffy guys talk about it. He was trying so hard to tell me about this movie because he's like, oh, have you seen Kevin? Like, and I, I legit, I fell for the marketing. I'm like, no, I have no interest in movies like that. He's like, no, but it, uh, uh, it's more than that. I, no, I can't do it. Like, he wanted to tell me about it. He's like, just, okay, there's a unicorn. That's all I'll say. Dollhouse. <laughs> oh, right, Dollhouse. Dollhouse. And I was like, and I was like, what? He's like, I know, I know. Just, I'm just trying to tell you that it's subverting your expectations, but I don't want to give anything away. <laughs> and so I'm like, all right. And I rented it from the Red Box. This is how long oh, ago this is. Yeah. I know people still do that, but oh, for Red me, Box. this is ancient times. Nice. <laughs> yeah. So I rented it from the Red Box and I pop it in. And as soon as the movie started, I thought that I had got the wrong disc. <laughs> I literally got up, stopped the movie, took the disc out, went, wait, this is right. And I put it back in and I started watching. I'm like, oh no, <laughs> I fell for it. Yeah. <laughs> and like, but I was just like, but what? I mean, I know why, but this movie probably would have made a lot more money, but maybe not. I don't know. <laughs> but I it's loved still it. Pretty popular. Like, it it was be movie. because there are a lot of people that'll run out and see a hack and slash film. So even if people didn't know about it, people would run out and <laughs> They'd see be it. Like, are we watching the right? Movie? Yeah, they're going to think the same thing I was thinking. Like, I don't know. We were wandering into the wrong theater but yes that is a that's a great one because it, it is creepy but it's a dark comedy yes but it's also a dark comedy that's a satire in a way yeah in a way it is a pseudo satire of horror films yeah because it is extremely self-knowing 
Yes. Mm-hmm. Very self-referential. So yeah, that I, I love. I'm glad you brought that up because I hadn't thought about that movie in a while. And I think that's that a, good movie. a great movie. So who, who's on? Who joined us? <laughs> so <Somebody>. Mike. <laughs> Somebody's joined us. It sounded like. Who's with us, Howie? Yeah. Mike, Mike joined us. Mike joined us, but he's not talking at us yet. He's not Mike. talking at us. He's just listening. So he might actually talk at this us is, at some this point. This is Mike. He's using the well, the Wi-Fi on the plane. <laughs> he's going to have us just talk <laughs> yeah, him to he's sleep. He's going to answer like 10 minutes later. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Mike, your latency is about 9,000, buddy. <laughs> I hope he can talk to us because this would be the perfect episode for him to talk to us. Exactly. Exactly. So, no, yeah. that's, a, that's a, Yeah, Cabin in the Woods definitely pushes the envelope on like really legit scary imagery, but also like, also like ridiculous, hilarious things too. That's a good one. That's yeah, a good one. Good one. What about you, Garrick? Um, I'm kind of in the same boat as Howie. Like I don't watch many scary movies. So when we brought this up, Surprise, I'm like, I Garrick and I are very similar. <laughs> yeah, like, I've, I've seen nightmare on Elm street. Like the first one and whatever the one Jason's in, I forget what that one is. That's uh, that's uh, Friday the Thirteenth. Yeah, Friday the Thirteenth. I've seen the first ones, and they're just like Friday the Thirteenth was just kind of boring. Yeah, uh, I've never enjoyed Friday the Thirteenth. Nightmare on Elm Street was just ridiculous. Yeah, not, I, I, those are polar opposites. So I had to like go back to my childhood, and I'm like, okay, what movie really effed me up <laughs> back when I was a kid? So I, <laughs> I was thinking back, like, oh man, I remember. When from, it was a, a movie that came out in 1959. Oh, geez. Um, it had it was a psychological, like horror, mythical creature movie called uh, Darby O'Gill and the Little People. Oh my gosh! <laughs> that movie. <laughs> now I want to know how many listeners <laughs> thought they were going to hear about Darby O'Gill and the Little People. Tonight. I didn't. <laughs> I, I certainly didn't. So, so this movie apparently has influenced me without my knowledge because the <laughs> leprechauns dance did you is add my this? exact same dance that i do did you recently add <laughs> this to, a, to a to a service where you can view this yes i did actually because <laughs> okay. i was, I was thinking was. about this i'm like why did this movie mess me up because i remember being super frightened when i saw this movie <laughs> for the longest time so i went back and watched it and yeah there's like okay the first part is just your generic Disney musical. Basically, it's the, the same plot they used in Beauty and the Beast. Right. Pretty much. Oh, okay. Uh, it, it has a, I think his first leading role has Sean Connery in it, and he actually does a singing number. So that no was kind of way. Spooky. I'm watching this this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he he actually sings a lot wow. in this movie. Wow. Um, so musical the, the, the theater first, terrified Garrick. I thought he was going to bring well, up Requiem for gets, a Dream. It's it like, been really dark to. at the end. So, you know, there's these leprechauns and they're little freaky little people. I mean, they did it really well for 1959. Yeah. Uh, but at the end, like his daughter's dying and this banshee's coming to claim her soul. And he gets three wishes from this leprechaun. So this stagecoach from hell comes to pick up her soul to take back to hell or something. Oh my gosh. And he's uh, he says, I <laughs> wish my last wish is to take my soul in place of hers. So this, this very spectral creepy horse and carriage <laughs> opens this door and he's, and he's like, Darby O'Gill come aboard. We're taking you, we're taking you where uh, somewhere I can't remember. So he gets on and he's, he's going to hell basically. <laughs> and I'm like, Oh man, this is, 
This freaked me out when I was a little kid. <laughs> and, and that now going back and looking at it, obviously it's it's not as scary, but right. it's kind of scary in a different way because I think this old guy, Darby O'Gill, is like suffering from Alzheimer's or something. Oh, you think there's like a like an a, like a an an metaphor kind of going on? Yeah, because like there's an allegory. Like so he sees these little people and he's making these wishes, but nobody can see them. Uh and nobody sees the effect of these wishes that mm. he's making. Interesting. And he's, he's seeing like specters <clears throat> and all this stuff every, t- and then he's like, Oh look, here's the little people. And every time somebody looks at it, it's just a bunny. So he's just catching rabbits <laughs> and in his head, he thinks they're little people. Oh my god! And he's gosh. talking to them and making wishes. You were allowed to watch <laughs> this. <laughs> it was in black and white. That was completely no, safe. No, it's colored. Yeah. Is it? It's, it's, 59? Yeah. yeah. Most 59. low budget films in the fifties. I still expect to be black and white. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> it's I, it, obviously as an adult, it's not as freaky. But man, it really messed me up with the whole banshee and man, I didn't even the th- coach to hell. <laughs> I was kind of panicking because I didn't even think about thinking. Of, it did not occur to me to consider movies that scare the crap out of me when I was little. Yeah, now I wish I had because there would be research that I need to do. <laughs> well, I hadn't I had to, thought I had of it, but now you're making me think back. of these same kind of dorky movies that I was scared of as a kid. Now I'm getting actually legitimately anxious. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, exactly. And th- those are the only movies that still kind of uh, terrify me. I mean, uh, not a, like a ter- like deep level, but kind of like, oh yeah, that was that was scary. Like the, yeah. the re- like these recent horror movies. You know, they're you can see through them. And mm-hmm. I I, I kind of I'm analytical when I watch them. Like, oh, that's stupid. Yeah. Oh, that's cool how they did the blood there and yeah. the guts. Yeah, that's neat. So I, I'm not really scared on that level anymore. No, yeah, and I'm I feel kind of the same way. There's not often modern movies, and if there are, again, the marketing's not going to be trying to go. No, but it's good. We swear. You know, it's just going to be you no, know, another terrible, freaky, scary. They know what thing. they're going for. They know what they're doing. And, and they're not trying to get me. So I have yeah. to kind of find out about it through other sources or else I'll miss it completely. Yeah. So, oh, man, Darby O'Gill and the little people. I was wondering what yeah. the heck that was, but I should have known. And, and it's known weird because it was Garrick. His, his daughter, like, it's I don't know if it, the, the actress was terrible, but she doesn't look at people. She looks past them. Oh. And it's very strange. Oh, like, yeah, that there's, will get there's you. little things that are just off. Ooh. Like, I don't know if it was unintentional. Like, the actor, actresses and actors were just bad. Yeah. There's little things that just, oh, just irk me. You I'm know, like, oh, that's weird. The, there's, uh, this isn't really a, uh, a Halloween related one, but there's something similar when I was younger is the, spooky uh, or scary. No, it'd be Halloween. Is, uh, the, um, uh, why, why is it when I'm talking about it, the name just goes away? Because you got to focus um, on like moving your tongue and teeth and stuff. Yeah, I know. Weird. <laughs> uh, the famous uh, Christmas Carol. Yes. The oh, yeah. the movie. The black and uh, white one. Uh, the, no, the Christopher, uh, not Christopher Scott. Uh, Patrick. Oh, Duke. yeah. The George C. Scott. Yeah. Oh, yeah. George C. Scott. Yeah. Patton. And when you get to the third you yeah. know, death. oh yeah, oh man, that, that ghost of Christmas future when was young, his yes. the, like gross children inside. Yes. Oh, yeah, that so was when too. we first moved to Chicago, you know, we were like, I don't know, we'd been there about three months, and I was, I just turned eight years old, and we uh, <clears throat> went, we were like, we were new living in us around a big city, you know, and so, and we didn't have 
a lot of like we weren't really socially fully adjusted yet. Like we didn't like have I wasn't really close to a lot of kids. My sister didn't wasn't close to very many people. My parents didn't have a lot of adult friends because we'd only been there a few months. And you know, you're focused on moving in, getting your new used to your new jobs, new school and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so we would we were like going out a lot on weekends and doing things that we didn't really do a lot of. And one of the things we did is we went to the Goodman Theater and we saw a Christmas carol live on stage. The musical version and their ghosts of Christmas future. Like if I, I can still picture it in my head. It still gives me the heebie jeebies. Like I still get the, the goosebumps running (laughs) up down my arm. I'm showing my arm to Howie right now. Just thinking about it. And the funny thing was a couple years later, my class took a field trip to go see it at a different theater in the Chicagoland area, but it was the same production. Oh, wow. And I was like sitting there next to him. I'm like, what do you see? The ghost of Chris Future. And then I remember the kid, I don't even remember who I was saying it to, who I was sitting next to. I remember that one. It can't be that bad. I'm like, you just wait. <laughs> and the <laughs> thing comes out and it was on wheels. So it it didn't step. It it floated. I am the dread pirate. <laughs> it, it, but it floated. It like floated across the stage and like with with like a, a a cold fog billowing from underneath it. And then when it opened it up, What's these, the Holocaust cloak. These children looked like. Remember the movie Cocoon? The really emaciated yeah. aliens when, that are after the like the power has been sucked out of the pool and they open, yeah. crack open. It's glowing, but it's like all like nasty looking. That's what these were. They were like little animatronic children puppets. And their Ooh. arms wiggled all unnaturally. And it was like, I remember like literally like people in my class, like turning and like shielding their eyes. It was so terrifying. So yeah, it's, I, a, it's such an ghost, impactful, even Pete with the cigar yeah. and Mickey Crystal scared. <laughs> Why it's you Ebenezer. Yeah. Like even that scares me. That whole scene scares me. <laughs> that, that's, that's such a great, great uh, movie. Uh, just the whole everything, mm-hmm. the, the story itself is, is beautiful, but that is so impactful because of not only what it's trying to tell, but the, the imagery is. Mm-hmm. Well, and the brilliance of it, you know, and I guess you chalk this up to Dickens himself. The brilliance yeah. of it is that the ghost of Christmas past, it's happy. It's happy and sad. It's happy yeah. in, in, in in a melancholy way mm-hmm. because like, oh, look, it's old Fezzi Wiggums, you know, and all yeah. that stuff. And, and, and then you get to the Christmas present and it's more like now it's mundane. It's like, Oh, this kind of sucks. Everybody thinks I suck. Yeah. And then, <laughs> and then you're been waiting for the drop the whole time. Yep. And you're going to die and everyone hates you. Yeah. And it's uh yeah. Do you guys watch the, uh, man, I'm going off the rails a little bit. The most recent, what? Uh, why would you do that? I forget what it's about. We're Dick- only two hours. It's in, about Dickens writing the, uh, <laughs> the Christmas Carol. No. No. Oh, you haven't seen that. Was it like like they did a movie about that? Yes. I've watched the most of the Tolkien it's movie. It's fantastic. I mean, I'll see oh, if I really? can bring yeah, it up. Yeah, I guess not to me. I, I love that kind of stuff. Hope I was actually really up. enjoying the Tolkien movie. I need to finish it. Yeah, you do. Um, so, okay. Well, Howie already said my favorite uh, scary quote, end quote movie, and that's Poltergeist. Yeah. And one. the reason I love Poltergeist is because it is very Spielbergian. Right in that, yeah. it, right in that time span where that really meant something. It's got right? Coach in it. Yep, it's got yeah. Coach, and it's got the the lady that was in some stuff. Does it have a creepy monkey in it. Uh, no, it's a clown. Oh, clown! That's right, dude. Don't you Goldberg's bro? There was a whole episode. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, I and I love this movie because for I think for some of the reasons that some people might say that it's not that scary at all is the reason why I love it, which is because the family is just so normal and their situation is so completely normal 
that even when something clearly wrong is happening, at first they're she's they're entertained by it because they are so laid back. They're just normal everyday people in a normal everyday suburb, you know, somewhere in California or On wherever. Top of an Indian burial ground. Yeah, <laughs> you just moved <laughs> the stones. Um, and and so even when the creepy stuff starts happening, it's not creepy. It's just weird because they're not scared of it. But then it something more sinister happens and it becomes a far more desperate situation. So it's actually more of an evolution that you take with this family rather than just, you know, here, we're going to go stay in this abandoned cabin for the night. <laughs> you know, no, it's these people that are living their lives and these weird things start to happen, but it's not harmful at first and they're cool with it. And then it it gets it goes super, super south. And, you know, for people who haven't seen Poltergeist, describing the plot of Poltergeist, Poltergeist sounds like the dumbest movie of all time. <laughs> well, a little girl gets sucked into a TV. You know, it's, it's like, what is this, Lawnmower Man? Like, yeah, no, and, and it's, it's in the IOIs. Lawnmower like, Man. It's in reality, she gets like pulled into basically the, the, the spot between life and death. But for some reason, the frequency of this empty, no signal television channel she's able her voice she can communicate on this on from an audio level on this frequency and so but it's you know for all intents and purposes she gets sucked in the tv she's not in the tv she's actually right there on the edge of crossing over into hell yeah but you never see any of it just like darby o'gill yeah the most beautiful like you always say the most beautiful thing is the most scary thing is when you don't see when you conjured up yourself yeah and that's the thing this movie does have a payoff because industrial light and magic did the effects for this okay and so there are some that is the payoff yeah, yeah you're right yeah there's some amazing special effects when the poop really hits the fan yes when the the demon guardian appears in front of her door in the hallway it's like this monster like qu like quadrupedal thing with a big spine and a skull with like floaty white hair and it just like roars at the mother that's like yeah, it's just superimposed on the but this thing's scary as hell. And it's because they <laughs> shot it in an aquarium. The thing was underwater and it made the hair all floaty yeah. and everything. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Um, and you you actually do see like the face of the beast, which is they never call out and say it's Satan, but she pretty much explains <laughs> it's the devil, right? Uh, that's holding the little girl captive and you see the face come through the closet door and it's got that. And this is something that gets carried over into the stylings of ghosts and Ghostbusters and stuff like that. The glowing eyes. And I love it when ghosts eyes glow because I don't like it when their eyes are black as if they're missing. It's like they're glowing because there's a life force, but there's no eyes to stop that force from showing and it just i don't know it's a creepy look that i really love and it's got that nasty look and it's just i love this movie i mean at the by the end there's coffins popping up out of the mud and people falling out of the coffins i mean all the hokey stuff the but, house gets sucked into a void yeah the house sort. gets like sucked into shale or something like that <laughs> and i just i love it front to back because first off it's great music like a great score uh great special effects seriously good actors for a, this kind of movie at the time and characters in a situation that you could see, you could potentially see your family getting into this situation. If you believe in this kind of crap, I also come from a background where there have been weird ghosty experiences in my lifetime that I will chalk up to being at least marginally real <laughs> <laughs> and, or it's really convincingly. We, so we so. have someone joining us. Oh, really? 
They're, Hello, guys. Can yeah. you hear me? Hi, Michael. He's going to get on the plane here really soon. <laughs> okay, Mike. Favorite, <laughs> yeah, pretty soon. Favorite scary movie, Mike? Oh, man. I didn't have time to really uh, think this through, but I mean, in terms of scary movies, I grew up on the really, really cheesy 80s stuff. Yeah. So, like, Friday the 13th is like my jam. Yeah. See, Mike's so, the guy nice. who loves all the stuff that was lost on us. <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about it earlier, right before you got on. We're like, yeah, what? Right. Never. But <laughs> so yeah, that like Freddy Krueger, man, that, that stuff was, you know, I don't know. I, I was at the right age for that, I guess. I mean, you guys were a little bit younger than me. So yeah, you, you had, know, you it, had your man crush on Johnny Depp and his film premiere. Uh, <laughs> let me ask you, Mike, Robin England. did you ever yeah. have a poster of Christian Slater on your wall? <laughs> Not Christian Slater, man. No, I'm no, sorry. he so was Johnny sorry. Depp. <laughs> Johnny Depp even. after he got sucked into the bed, right? Yep, and all blood the blood squirted out. Yeah. Yeah. They did yeah. that blood geyser by building the bedroom upside down and pouring it down. Th <laughs> That's how they did the <laughs> blood geyser that comes shooting up out of him. An interesting yeah. effect, but yeah. yeah, actually, that first Freddy Krueger movie is actually really good. But, but I no, the, have the, never the seen the first. Oh, really? Yeah, the I've seen the second and third one, I think. The the other ones, I mean, they get kind of cheesier and cheesier as they go. I mean, they kind of become self-aware and just kind of delve into it. Actually, Friday the 13th does the same thing, but... Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, space. if you haven't seen that first one, you should <laughs> watch the first X. one. But yeah, the Jason, Jason stuff. That was Jason X, <gasps> wasn't it? <laughs> Actually, the first, the first couple Jason movies are... The first one is a hard watch, but it was kind of groundbreaking at the time. Yeah. Um, a lot of people don't know this, but that first movie didn't, uh, Jason's in it, mm -hmm. but the, the murderer is his mother. It's not. Yeah. Uh-oh. They, they are, uh, closing the door. They're paging me. Yeah. They're paging me. So right. I gotta oh, go guys. Get so, out of here. Thanks. Yeah, later. Right, we'll see you guys. Travels. Bye. Bye. So there bye. you have it. Everybody. Mike's likes Mike likes all the bad ones. <laughs> <laughs> no but that's exactly what we actually said that this is the reason why it'd be good to have mike here because he's yes. the one who's into those classic from from yeah. our area okay the our older siblings and stuff like that would be people who are into these movies yeah but i think we just kind of just missed the boat on a lot of that yeah but yeah so anyway my favorite horror films are the ones that have a sense a, a very good sense of reality if it's melodramatic out of the gates, I'm out. You know what I mean? I like the ones that start off very simple. Um, I mentioned the others earlier. There's a movie that most people have not seen. Well, most people have not seen any particular movie. I've seen but, it. Uh, I know you have. Uh, it's reverse six cents. Yeah, it is. It's pretty much reverse six cents to give away <laughs> a giant spoiler. Oh, spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> because uh, I love the others. It came out the like pacing. 2001, right? Yeah, it did. But again, like I don't think very many people saw it. It's my probably my favorite Nicole Kidman movie, <laughs> close to, but it's a movie Whoa. where there's there's clearly something going on the whole Your time, favorite. and it's when you figure out in the movie what's actually going on, and then watching how it pieces together, that becomes yeah. really interesting. But it's very slow, very very quiet movie. Oh, there's very little music in the movie. It's so quiet because every sound needs to matter isn't there a movie that, that just was just released recently that was like this i have no that idea they made like a big hoopla about how quiet it is yeah, it does sound familiar that is sound familiar. i'm not saying that there's like not music in it but there's like long stretches <laughs> yeah. of quiet in this film and i is it the 
I really the one where they have to be quiet the whole time. <laughs> yeah. Is it the one called Quiet? <laughs> the, the one where uh Jim and, and uh Jim's real quiet life place. Life. Yeah. A quiet place. Yeah. A quiet place. It makes sense yeah. that it would be quiet. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I still haven't seen that one. It's in the, the title. Now, that's okay. I was giving the others as an example of saying, like, these these are the kinds of films that I find creepy because they're earning it by by laying proper groundwork at the front end. And I think a lot of horror films they run through the character establishment, just yeah. race through it so they can get to the spooky. And then it's lost on me. And I'm like, Garrick, I've become very analytical and I'm just going, Oh, that's an interesting effect. Blah, blah, blah. Interesting. You know, put my monocle in. Yeah. Um, but uh, a quiet place. I don't want to see because this is very, very few movies that where I almost never see an advertisement for a movie. I'm like, no, that's going to mess me up too much. But I am scared to death of a quiet place because the whole thing about children, you're like parents of children, yeah, and trying to protect them. That's where I get way too much anxiety. Like, I'm not kidding. My wife turns on uh, freaking call the midwife, and I have to leave the room. I can't handle it. I can't handle it. You can't handle the truth. We know. I have. Nope. I, it's too did close you, to home. I've been through that red? stuff. I don't want to go back. What's that? Do you order the code red? Uh, I didn't. I did not order oh. the code red. But Mike likes uh, Diet Code Red. So if you find yeah. some, pick some up for him. Gross. So anyway, yeah. Uh, I, I, I'd i love to just, you know, my uh, some of my other favorite creepy movies are barely count, like Beetlejuice. Freaking love Beetlejuice. Watched it with my kid. She and loved it. I don't see it, it as, a creep, as a creepy movie. It's just a, uh, yeah, kind of a dark comedy. But it is kind of creepy. It is, yeah. It is. I, mean, you know, th- I just I don't feel like think that, of it that way. No, right? I think that movie, better than any other um Director. Hey, guess what? The director. Beetlejuice. Bud. Oh, we did Beetlejuice. it third time. No, don't no, do it a third no, time. No, what are you doing? The uh, Tim Burton. I feel like Beetlejuice is the most Tim Burton of all Tim Burton movies. Like, I feel what? like it's his best work. I mean, I, don't get me wrong. I love Batman, the 89 Batman. I love that movie. But I feel like Beetlejuice was like all the Tim Burton yeah, in the right is. spots. Like, I don't like Edward Scissorhands I, that much. I kind of, in a weird, sick way, like yeah. Edward Scissorhands. Yeah, I, I really, yeah, me too. I, I kind it's of don't. It's such a weird movie. Yeah. I, my favorite part of Edward Scissorhands is Anthony Michael Hall. I mean, what is going on? Why? I don't know. I don't I don't like it. But uh, Great soundtrack. Big Fish. Yes. I love Big Fish. I love Big Fish. That see, and that was the first movie in a long time by Tim Burton that I felt like was we, really. We, we good went in, out and saw that together, didn't we? we did, yeah. Where I was like, what about that Sweeney was Todd, the, the demon, really, demon barber of Wall Street. Well, here's the thing: I that felt like movie. Sweeney Todd was Tim Burton entering a cheat code because that's a <laughs> that's a Sondheim musical written like while Tim Burton's parents were having sex and conceiving him or yeah. something. <laughs> like that was just a cheat code, and yes, it worked very Johnny well. Depp, Johnny Depp and Helena Bonham Carter were both in that. I know they were somehow both in the same Tim Burton movie. <laughs> Tim Burton. Who knew? Who knew? It can happen. Like, all the Rickman, Alan Rickman, Alan Rickman, and, and Sasha Baron Cohen. Oh, yeah. But <clears throat> I uh, and Sweeney Todd's another great example. Like I like I like it when there's comedy because I also feel like things are things don't have to be as big and jump scary and gory to be that much more creepy if you're playing with different kinds of emotions. Because I think that even though emotions cover a vast range, 
fear and laughter and sadness aren't that far off. There's almost like a linear scale. It's like the same reason why when things get really, really intense and emotional in a movie, there's sometimes there's a joke and suddenly everybody laughs, even though the joke's not that funny. It's because you got this, all this stuff up, building yeah. up inside of you and it comes out. I like it when scary movies use comedy to kind of get the energy going in you and you kind of relax while this energy is building. And then change it around on you or walk you into something dark and it's more intense as a result. Uh, I really, really Is like it faster that as well? kind of thing. Usually. Yeah. Usually faster. Yeah. I, I, I enjoy that a lot. So mm. yeah, I, I've been really trying to like open it up because sharing movies with my, my creepy movie buddy this year, my daughter for the first time is my creepy movie buddy. We're big creepy Halloween folks buddy. around here. And, uh, and yeah, we watched uh, a few of those. She hasn't watched Poltergeist yet. We watched it, the mini series of it. She wants to watch the modern ones, and I'm like, oh, hell no. <laughs> I love them. I think they are awesome. I, yeah, I still my, haven't seen the second one. I got to get my out My oldest see it. is, um, man, I need to she have She wants her, to be Pennywise for Halloween. Yeah, so want, does my eight and a half year old. I kind of, I think, <laughs> I think you need to take my daughter out on a date. <laughs> and go see the second because, one? Well, yeah. You know what? I would do weird. that. Yeah. I would hang out with Mackenzie. It's kind of weird, but no, it actually makes a lot of sense. Man, Mackenzie and I, when she was little, yeah. would hang out and watch TV together yeah. sometimes. Yeah, so she would, she would. Yeah, love I that. would totally, I would totally do that because I got nobody that my wife won't go near that yeah. with a ten foot pole. No, no she, way. She begs. She wants, she wants our three year old and our five year olds to <laughs> watch it. And I'm like, no, you stop know, it. I'm trying to think of the names stop of these movies. It. Garrick mentioned the movies that he was afraid of as a kid, and it made me think of two films. And I don't remember the plots or the names or the character names of anything. I remember, oh, I will describe what I remember one. And this is one that my sister used to watch all the time with her friends and scare the crap out of me. <laughs> and I remember that we would always watch the, the Nadia Comaneci story. <laughs> and then this movie, <laughs> like I remember story, multiple though. times watching both of these movies, one right after the other. And this movie was about like a girl who had to like, like go stay in like a foster home or something. But the other kids were trying to murder her. I don't, maybe it wasn't a foster home. Maybe it's just like big, big empty mansion. Annie, are you? Yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> yeah. There's this, this one that keeps saying, oh my lizard. goodness, oh my goodness. She hey, had that guy was in. She had to go bathroom. I freaking love Annie, dude. <laughs> I really do. I, uh, Me too. And, and like, basically like the kids like just slowly back her into like a corner in the attic and she falls out this like whole and like dies on the porch or some kid does or oh, like, you're talking about game of thrones no that's not it either <laughs> but so that's one of them and then the other one was that the anti all commercial? i remember about the other one is that the main character was the blonde chick from for your eyes only i think for your eyes only is the one with the winter olympics the 007 movie with the winter olympics in it or whatever like yeah. the competition skiers Anyway, it was the skier girl from whatever 007 movie, blonde, young blonde girl. She was in this horror film, and I remember them being in like a like an empty like cathedral or ruined cathedral in the woods or something, and like some real like like devil worshipy stuff going down. And that's it. That's all I remember. And I just remember because I think I had my head buried in the pillows the whole movie, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm freaking out now because that's all the imagery I got. You know, yeah. and I'm like, and it's like I have. So now my brain's trying to fill in all the gaps, and of course, it's going to fill it in with the worst possible things, <laughs> that none of which are real, and I'm freaking now out. What's over that? Here, so. uh, um, uh, Watkins movie? No, and- thank you. I did want to bring that up. I've got the Blu-ray of all of them right over yeah. here, right where I'm pointing. Uh, because Mike got it for me because he knows how much <laughs> of this movie, The Prophecy. The Prophecy, yes. 
Now, this is the type of, this is a guilty pleasure creepy movie. Because if you want to talk about, this movie is so low budget, it can't even be called low budget. It's low budge. The budge. They couldn't afford the it. It's LB. Low budge. <laughs> but I love the prophecy because it is just so dark the whole time. Not like light dark. They're in the desert. It's pretty sunny half the film. But like the the idea behind the prophecy. And, and of course, I like, I'm not saying it's a qualification, but it's like a little few extra points if you can get biblically dark on me. <laughs> it's going to scratch an, an extra itch. Yeah. And so the prophecy is all about how there was a book after revelations that that has been hidden from humanity forever and it's all about the it's about a war between uh between the amongst the angels so after hell is defeated the angels are at war with each other or something like that right so the prophecy in it christopher walken plays gabriel because you know, i mean who else gonna play gabriel right they spent all their money on him hey i'm from heaven um <laughs> <laughs> when you were born, I put my finger here. Wait, what? No. Um, sorry, I got a little Robin Williamsy when I'm high, apparently. I don't finish my own sentences. But in the movie, it's like, yeah, basically this guy who, and it's so 1990s because he was about to become a priest. He was like, they were doing the final priesting or whatever they do. You know, the 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 last uh, trial, your last Jedi trial to become a priest. <laughs> he had to go to a cave. And he like, he has this vision and, and like freaks out and just quits right there. And so naturally he became a New York City cop because that's what you do. That's what you do. When you give up the cloth, you become a cop. <laughs> oh, like, I, I can't be a, I can't be a, a soul cop. I'm going to be a dude cop. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, but basically he stumbles into this because of these gruesome murders, because the, the, the aliens, the angels are like killing people. Oh, and so, and you know, Gabriel's trying to find like the most twisted, evil, brilliant, like Hitler-esque living dude so that they can basically kill him and then immediately possess his body and mind so that they can use him. And they're trying to, the, the, the good guys, and then you end up with, there's like Native Americans involved and all that stuff. And it's getting kind of crazy and it's weird. And, you know, uh, original Marty McFly's burnt, set on fire on the floor and he's like sick and whispering <laughs> into little, like Eric breathing stops. into little children's mouths and it's creepy. And then suddenly, boom, what? Vigo Mortensen. All the sudden. Just all of the sudden. Aragorn himself. And by the way, no one knew who he was at this time because Aragorn was not even a twinkle in his eye yet at this point. Um, But he shows up and he's Satan. And he wants to help out the good guys because he's like, if, when Gabriel loses, is he's if Gabriel loses, he'll just going to be cast down, and and there'll be another hell, and two hells is one hell too many. And so <laughs> Satan's like, uh, uh, bish, not on my watch. <laughs> and I love that. Now the second one is just basically a horrible, horrible, horrible movie with a really hot sex scene in the middle. No, it's not at all. It's terrible. It's horrible <laughs> film. <laughs> and then the third one, because they had to close it up. Comes out of left field and redeems it in the most low quality garbage movie that puts such a perfect bow on the end of all of this. <laughs> it was so great. Uh, it's not. It's terrible. But if you like want it to like, but it's got to end in a, in a meaningful way. The third one actually manages to do it. So, <laughs> I, so you're saying odds. there's still hope for episode nine. There's still hope for episode oh, nine. Episode guys. nine. There's it's gonna be awesome. full circle. You'll uh, see. I the prophecy is great because it's got that quiet, slow tone 
but when it's at its creepiest, it's pretty creepy. It's it's disturbing yeah. almost. Yeah. I love that movie. Love that movie. Christopher Walken in that movie is so good. And the fact that well, Christopher he, Walken is kind of creepy in himself. He keeps bringing <laughs> yeah, people. People are sure. dying and he keeps bringing them back right after they die because he wants to pull their souls back into his body and their bodies. So he but then they have to do what he says. And every time like someone's like sitting there dying of cancer, like it's the sister from So I Married an Axe, she's like dying of or she was in a car accident or something. She's sitting there dying and she chokes out and he's like, come back. And she wakes up, she starts coughing and she looks up at him and sees him. And everyone, after you die, you get all of your previous knowledge back, right? Which is just, it's implied. It's not explained. But they look up and they see him and they all just start crying, getting angry. <laughs> because they, they recognize, oh, great, the Gabriel just brought me. But they didn't see him. They know they were just a random person that died. And they wake up and they see him and they're just immediately, like, miserable because they were finally being laid to rest. And now they're being brought back and they see him and they're just mad. <laughs> I love it. And they all just, they hate him. They're like, why do you keep, why don't you just let me die? And he's like, I don't know how to drive. You know, it's just oh God. <laughs> so good. It's so good. Uh, it's so bad. It's great. So I, I got the name of that, uh, uh, the Charles Dickens movie. Yes. So about, uh, the man who invented Christmas. The man who invented Christmas. I have heard of it. Yes. Yeah. And Dan Stevens plays uh, Charles Dickens. Who's Dan Stevens? Legion. Oh. 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 Yeah. I gotta watch it now. It's got a great cast. Oh. Christopher Plummer, Michael, Jonathan Price. Michael, uh, uh, I'm trying Press to remember Bender. the last name from Down, Down Abbey. I don't remember. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, Simon Callow. Simon, Simon Callow. Wow. I bet Not he really Cal does. Not Callow. Donald Sumter. Yep. Yeah, lots of names in this. Did you this. guys run out to see the uh, see the Downton Abbey movie, did you? Have not yet. I um, was want to... a thing? two days out of surgery and my wife made me go see. No, it wasn't. It was more days than that. It all goes together. My wife dragged me out to the theater yeah. and I don't remember that much. <laughs> <laughs> I remember I got really sick to my stomach in the last 15 minutes and missed a good portion of the yeah. ending. Oh, that's the best part. Yeah, yeah. But yes, the Christmas movie on Halloween episode i i I, i'm i like creepy christmas movies this one's not creepy though no but i like somebody somebody suggested gremlins because i was uh soliciting the the group for i need creepy movies that i can watch with my daughter Mm -hmm. because there is a limit obviously you know um and somebody suggested gremlins i'm like "Uh, uh, that's a christmas movie (laughs) i watch gremlins (laughs) at christmas not I, the second one. No, the second one is an anytime movie, but the second one is also not creepy in any way. The first, the first one. I know. You see that girl one? That's creepy uh, in a different way. <laughs> Down deep in my loins. Speaking of creepy <laughs> in a different way, we should probably wrap this we one up. We should probably tie this one off with a bow and find out if Mike just got arrested by uh, the TSA or whatever. So. Yeah, I'm probably. hoping so. I really want to hear the story. A good story. Yeah. A really good story. So, Mike hey, thank arrested you. arrested are good stories. Yeah. Thank you for anybody who's on our podcast getting arrested is always a good story. <laughs> yeah, it's happened multiple for, times. Yeah, <laughs> has it happened multiple times? I know we had a really good example in the press play. <laughs> anyway. Well, thanks. Garrick must not have told you about his. Oh, no, I can't wait. Howie. Thanks, everybody, for joining us for our spooky movie. <laughs> we might have to have another one because it really isn't technically Halloween. No, I think we'll have... Three more episodes out, four before Halloween. Yeah. Three or so four. We might we might, we might uh, come back around. 
Yeah. At least uh, in the dockerizing. We could you probably, know, I'm still doing the spooky movies with the kids. We could probably convince me to watch one if we had to. By the way, my kid's review of the It miniseries was like absolute like distrust of me and anger because of how not scary it was. My <laughs> child now thinks I'm a wuss because when I was her age, this scared the tar out of me. Oh, I want to tell you what. My kid did scare the tar out of him right now. Yeah. My kids are like me. Most oh, of yeah? them anyways. No, my kid's looking at it and she's like, that's not scary. Well, it just has, they just put in a bunch of fake teeth. <laughs> I'm like, oh no, she's my daughter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, thanks for joining us, everybody. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at FlyCasual1138. Join us on Discord, which I hope to be taking a much more active role. Yeah, than you I really have been kind lately. of been piss poor at this. I've you? been terrible about it. Yeah, recently. no excuse. Recently, I no have. excuse. And I'm hoping to uh, <laughs> I'm hoping to remove some of the boundaries uh, that have been in the way to take a bigger part in what's going on in Discord. So you can find the link in our Twitter bio and Facebook.com slash fly casual podcast and uh, still thing. Yeah, uh, yeah. All Sounds that like stuff. Twitter is still on there. But give us a, re a good review on whatever you get podcasts. We're not really much crap. on Twitter, so if you're trying to reach us to us through Twitter. You're better off just getting the Discord. Yeah, go to the bio, click on the Discord at Fly Casual eleven thirty eight. Then you can find us there. Yep, and join us on Disc because that's where it's happening, and that's where it it's going to happen even more. So do Word. that. In the meantime, I'm Corey. Over there is Howie. Yep. Over there is Garrick. Yep. And over there uh, in uh, room number four is Mike getting standing, anal probed, standing on yep. the footprints on the mat butt. with a finger up his butt. Yep. Gloves of blue. We are jelly. Two by two. two.